Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic blah, blah, blah podcast ever. Episode number 886, I am Joan Egron, along with my co-hosts today in studio, Executive Moonbeam Amy. Hello. Hello. And not in studio, calling in remotely from somewhere in the desert or the mountains. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. Hamnama Hama. Hello. Yes, re, I have relocated to the mountains. But it's still a mountains in a desert, right? It's mountains next to a desert, yes. Okay. And he's in a studio. He's just not in this studio. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Right. That's right. A remote studio. I guess so. Filling in for the vacationing Larry. Which uh, now he's uh, parts unknown, you have to say. He's, not lo- he's no longer in the Netherlands Antilles. He's now, we don't know. We lost contact. Hmm. Maybe outer space? I don't know. Stay tuned to find out. Where is Larry? Go to whereislarry.foot and track him. <laughs> You'll figure it out. But we have a pack show because it was the Double or Nothing pay-per-view yesterday. And we have all the normal shows to cover, so we have a lot to say. So I'm not going to horse around at all. But I will hoof around a little bit. And say that people should go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. And I'll tell you why. Because there is a lot of content up there in the last week or two. So much stuff we've been doing. Um, We have the... How many? Like, we covered 11 New Japan shows, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 11 New Japans. NXT UK... Spun the the big wheel of spinniness, and we landed on what is going on over there? Scobo, he's we, digging, <laughs> dig digging, dig dig them up. Um, we covered some wrestling open. We covered some black label pro fancy wrestling, and for the next show, we'll be covering. NWA Power. So there's so much stuff yeah. like that. And then there's a classic Lost episode that's up. And then there's the brand new episode that just went up today. Smart Wrestling Fan Retro episode 102. And that's the one with SummerSlam Heart and Soul from 1997 where Stone Cold breaks his neck. Ooh. It's that episode. You don't want to miss it. There's a lot of stuff. Also, it has the um, 100th episode of WCW Nitro. The first Nitro that was, I believe, that was three hours. So, yeah. Needless to say, I've watched far too much wrestling in the last week and a half. And I'm tired. So, um, I'm going to let you guys do the show. Okay. I think think that, yeah, watching a lot of wrestling, I, I can now relate to this. Over two weeks... It's I too much. Have a glimpse into yeah. yeah the 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 depth to which you sink. And the depth been doing it for the depths. tens of years. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many. Lots. Eighteen. I don't know. Too many years. Um, so go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and just sign up. That's all I can say. Just sign up. Get it. Get it now. Right. That's it. Okay, we're going to do the news. We're going to start with the ratings right now because, like I said, we have a lot to cover, so we got to get going. Last week's 
Last week's Monday Night Raw scored 1.7 million viewers. That's about the same, but SmackDown Live plummeted to the depths of 1.7 million viewers as well, and they've been getting 2 million and higher. Well, it didn't deserve that. SmackDown no. was atrocious this week. Now, Raw was bad, mm-hmm. but SmackDown was bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, all the WWE shows were bad. Yes, they were. Yeah. They sunk. Um, let's see what NXT did. Speaking of WWE shows, because they did 551,000 viewers. I don't know who's still watching that, but their um, median age, I think, is 62 now. Um, AW Dynamite had 929,000 viewers. That's up. And Rampage had, oh, we don't have the number because today's a holiday and it was the holiday weekend. So we have no idea what Rampage did. But it had a weird time slot. So I'm going to guess somewhere around. 375,000. That's just the guess. I have no idea. So maybe more. But um, They've been doing okay in that weird time slot, though, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they have. They've yeah. actually been growing in that weird time slot, which is real weird. So yeah, that's very strange. We'll see. News bits and rumors, though. Um, the big news of the weekend was the MJF story, the MJF stuff, because oh, yeah. uh, MJF no-showed the Fan Fest, the AW Fan Fest this weekend. And the first thought was... He's going to no-show the pay-per-view because he wants more money. So if he so if he no-showed the fan fest and it was just a work of his to get scummy. heat, it's really scummy to do that to the fans because the fans want that experience of getting like told off by him in person, whatever. That's the whole point of right. the fan fest. So not being yeah. there, although you think that's helping your character, that's just making you seem unreliable and stupid. So... That was no good. And then the rumor was he booked a flight out of Vegas before the pay-per-view had even started. And there were two sides to this story where one side was saying, no, he really he was pretending to have booked it. The other side was saying he really did book it, but he just didn't take it. The point is... Um, he's being a D-bag. He's being a D-bag. And whether if it's right. in character or it's, it's real, whatever it's it is... It's unprofessional. It's unprofessional. It makes him look stupid. And it gets him heat. That's great. But if any of this turns out to be real, would you as WWE, if you're WWE, do you want to hire a guy like that? They just had Sasha and Naomi walk out. Do they want right. some guy that will just walk out over money or whatever, over whatever? Probably not. So Now tell me about these fan fests. You pay an admission to get in and that's it? Or do you have to pay per wrestler I, hi- I highly doubt you have to pay per wrestler at a thing like this like at a, if you were at an indie one i would say pay per autograph and stuff but for yeah. something like this it seems like you'd pay one one fee but i don't know yeah so, when we went so to wrestlemania whatever the fan fest thing was before it was <clears throat> one fee to get in right and, and then you just it. had to wait in the really long lines yeah. that was the catch it was that you couldn't okay. do everything because if you wanted to do anything that was that was even remotely popular, you had to stand for hours in a line and then risk getting cut off like we almost did mm-hmm. um, in the William Regal line. Right. We almost got cut off there. So. Yeah. So but he we, was part of the attraction and they probably had to scramble to substitute someone else in for him. Is I don't think so. I don't think. Well, I mean, I, I maybe they did. I didn't hear anything about that. Or just not have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That one. Yeah. But I'm sure there were people who only went because of him. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He has such he's rabid their favorite fans. heel or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So 
whatever the situation is, he did make it to the pay-per-view. He did do the pay-per-view. He did leave the arena, and he will talk about it when we talk about the pay-per-view. But his character mm-hmm. got, quote, killed off for an indefinite amount of time. Right. When will he be back? I don't know. Will he be back? I don't know. I assume he'll be back, but I just, we don't know. And the stuff I was reading today said that he, (coughs) excuse me, he showed up. um, Yeah, like a minute before. Like right before they they put him in a secluded room, like talent wasn't even sure he was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, again, that could be part of it, part of the gimmick. I don't know. But but, still real scummy. Yeah, Yeah, not the the, the fan fest thing. Right after the match too. I'm sure. Yeah. But the fan fest thing, that's the not cool part. You know, yeah. the other stuff, whether you're working or not, you know, I'm going to be there, I'm not going to be there. That could be just a gimmick, but it's just not, I don't like the whole not showing up for the fans. That's all. But whatever. He's a big heel. That's what he does. Um, also in WWE news, uh, Money in the Bank got moved to a, and we, <laughs> we learned about this through SmackDown and Raw, but they got moved to a smaller venue. So they were in the gigantic stadium, the uh, Legion Arena. In Vegas, and then they went to the MGM Garden Arena in Vegas, which is tiny. So, why? The question is why? Because the whole point of not having Roman Reigns on for a while is he's going to work less states, and then he's only going to work stadium shows, big stadium shows. Well, he was supposed to go against, the, the, the sheet says, Riddle versus Reigns at Money in the Bank for the unified title. And now... That they're in this very small arena. Are they even going to have Reigns there? I don't know. Oh, boy. He was advertised. Is he now? I couldn't tell you. I guess, I mean, we'll find out probably next week. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see where this is going. Unless they just focus on Money in the Bank and nothing else. I assume if they just focus on Money in the Bank and nothing else, then that will give you your answer about Roman Reigns. Yeah. 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 Because if, if Riddle... I assume Riddle's getting... Well, you know what? No. I was going to say, did they make that match for the pay-per-view tonight or not? There's no Usos against Riddle Nakamura at the pay-per-view, is there? Even though they won their match, the number one contenders match or whatever it is. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, it was... They never said when it was, but they did win the championship contenders match. Right. But I guess... Where will that be? I was too busy sticking pencils in my eyes and ears. That's true. Oh, right. uh, but you know what? They could still. They, you know what? They probably want to announce it on SmackDown. That's probably what it is. Because I was going to say that seems like that would be at the pay per view. Because if it's not, then like, what is Riddle doing too? Like nothing. And what they unify the tag titles just to not be on pay per view. It's just weird. But again, right. WWE is weird, and they're also getting paid in advance so they could do whatever they want, and they're just filling time and contact. Um, sorry, uh, content, and that's it. So filling contractual ob- obligations and that's it so um also in the news uh simone johnson you will know her uh if you never heard that name it's the rock's daughter that's uh, has an nxt contract mm-hmm. she got a, a, her wrestling name oh what is it it's the pebble no but that's <laughs> everyone on twitter was making that joke and they were doing that insisting thing like if her name isn't pebbles I, I don't understand. Like, remember when um, Detective Pikachu came out and they're like, everybody was like, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito should be the voice. Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. And when um, when they were talking about making a Squirrel Girl cartoon or movie or 
show or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. She looks like squirrel. She should be squirrel, 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 squirrel. And the internet just gloms onto things and they just insist. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody was talking to her and saying she should be pebbles. And she got very annoyed and she said, no, I'm really tired of this. Please stop this. <laughs> She's like, come up with an original joke. That's what she said. Come up with original jokes. And no one did. And then sure <laughs> enough, they gave her the name Ava Rain. How did they give, him, give her something so close to Roman's last name? I don't know. Mm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Ava Rain. I mean, it's spelled completely differently. It's and not. She would get changed. It's spelled Rain. No, I'm just kidding. It's spelled okay. Rain with an E. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I, I don't know. And they always say the name doesn't matter, but it does. It really does. In a lot of situations, it, it matters. Well, with the way they keep changing their wrestlers' names, maybe it doesn't matter. It's only know. temporary. It's only for NXT. If she ever gets called up to the main roster, that's true. They would change it anyway, anyway. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. She'll be Marge. Probably Marge. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but that's that. And then finally, the news. Not really big, great breaking news or anything but Andrade and Charlotte got married in Mexico on Friday so they're married all right yay AEW and WWE are married now they did it they did it it's unbelievable building bridges forbidden door (laughs) yep oh boy forbidden altar forbidden divorce oh wow I don't want to curse them that quickly but it is Charlotte that's all I'm going to say well it is flair it is flair flair. and that's that's not a good thing it's in the jeans. It is. And she'd be wearing jeans when she said that. Okay. So that's your news. And we're going to move on. That's a Michael Scott. And we're going to move on to AEW Dynamite because we need to review some wrestling because there's so much of it. We do. So who did Dynamite? Oh, yeah, I don't even me. remember. I think I did. You did. Okay. May I hope you did. 25th, AEW Dynamite from some pee water beer arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> you really now, hate that, don't you? Yeah, it's nasty. Excalibur, Tony Schiavone and good old Jim Ross. Tonight, we're going to celebrate the third anniversary of AEW Dynamite. And also, well, that's what JR says, Dynamite. but that's, but not, that's, wrong. that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Dynamite has yeah. not been out for three years. AEW has. Right. Yeah, somebody well, doesn't smarten up JR until like an hour into here. the show. So. Happy birthday, Dynamite. Yuck, yuck. Yeah, also, it's not. Also, this is, this is the go-home show for Both Dynamite. Both life begins Double at Night, conception. So. Oh, then maybe um, dynamite really is. Yikes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. First match. We're already starting. We're no fooling around. No recaps. No uh, filler. Raw. Uh, The first match (laughs) is going to be a steel cage match. And this is Sean Spears versus Wardlow with special guest referee MJF. So MJF's music plays and here he comes. He's dressed as a referee, but his stripes are that that tartan pattern or whatever it is yes. he has on his scarf. Oh, I thought that was so, so good. <laughs> the it's the um even has, Yeah. He even has a whistle, which is great. Yep. Now, on the way to the ring, he tries to steal a happy 3 years AEW sign from a fan so the fan gets it. Wow. Um but also the fan is too quick, so ha ha ha! You didn't get the sign. Mm. Next up is the chairman, Sean Spears. He's wearing a skull mask tonight. He calls himself the Giant Killer. Oh boy! And then out comes Wardlow. He's handcuffed. He's escorted to the ring by some sixteen-year-old kids who are dressed <laughs> up as security. 
Um, the crowd sings Wardlow, Wardlow. Um, yeah, it's Goldberg. Yeah. He gets to the ring. MJF is supposed to unlock the handcuffs, but you know that's not happening. And can't real quick the on the security, your security comment, because I hire security guards for a living, I can tell uh-huh. you they are either 16 years old or they are 60. There's no, you can't oh. hire any other way. So I, I guess they just didn't want to hire a 60 year old. I want one week for gotcha. Wardlow to just beat up 60 year olds. I think that'd be yeah, good. that'd be good. Do it. Hmm. Uh, let's see what happens next. Oh, yeah. Sean Spears just attacks before the handcuffs get taken off of Wardlow. MJF pulls Spears away, and then MJF attacks Wardlow. So he's calling it right down the middle. Wardlow gets the upper hand on Spears, so MJF attacks him again. It's looking pretty bad for Wardlow, and he can't hit MJF because MJF is the referee, and a disqualification will then cancel the match. That's right. They nothing. said that. Yeah. MJF spits right in Wardlow's face. That's tasty. Um, mm, and this causes Wardlow to rage up. It's like spinach to Popeye, and he just snaps the handcuffs. Good. Uh, now the crowd chants, you effed up. Uh, Wardlow hits a swanton on Spears, but misses most of it. Um, and then MJF re- refuses to count the pinfall. Uh, Wardlow goes for the powerbomb, but MJF kicks him in the groin. Mm. Uh, Spears hits the C4 onto Wardlow, and MJF does a quick count, but Wardlow kicks out at two. And this is stupid because why didn't MJF just count to three? Yeah, if he's going to break the rules, care. why yeah. didn't he just finish the count? It didn't matter about the shoulder. Why would he care yeah. about that? So that yeah. I know, but that's a that's a plot hole that you, there's no fixing that. Yeah. So it's the eternal problem with crooked referees. Yes, um, it doesn't make any he, sense. He just, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spears goes out and he gets a chair, and MJF holds Wardlow, uh, but Wardlow dodges the last minute, so Spears hits MJF in the head. Ooh, unprotected chair yeah, shot. Yeah, it was nasty. Uh, then we get a good shot of Wardlow kind of rising up behind a grieving Spears. It's a pretty good shot. Yeah. Uh, three power bombs to Spears, and then here comes the backup referee. Power bomb number four lands on the chair. One, two, three. Wardlow wins, so he gets the match. Makes sense. Match made very, very you know, it was mm-hmm. pretty much all there. Yeah. yeah. And this part was funny because it made me think of video games because after the match, I love Wardlow this. goes to powerbomb MJF and all the security starts filing into the ring but it's like that video game when you're getting bombarded by enemies and you just let them file through a doorway yeah so you because can then they, one by one right you kill the zombies one at a time because the only one yeah. could fit through it once yeah that was right. awesome Wardlow's a gamer he knows how to do this yep um, the last security guy gets powerbombed against the steel cage wall Aww. but since it's not attached to the ring, it sort of wobbles away from the ring, and the security guy like falls out of sight into some void yeah, between the cage and the like where Daniel Bryan ended up. I that's think where so. That guy goes. <laughs> so, yeah. for her, Bryan Danielson. So, funny at the, and scary at the same time. I hope that security guy gets found sometime. He tweeted. Now, he actually Wardlow, did tweet, and I'm not even joking, but he, oh, he tweeted did? and he said, I'm still stuck down here. <laughs> Please come get me. That's awesome. That's hilarious. How yeah. did you find that tweet? That's it wonderful. just came across the feed. Neat. <laughs> That's good. Wardlow climbs up to the top of the cage and then he poses uh, while MJF looks on terrified. So that's that. Um, now we go back to the announce desk and Jim Ross says that their hearts are with the families of the uh, Uvalde, Texas. Uh, he says something has got to stop and can you make it happen? But so he says, all we can do is pray, which is wrong. And then he says, mm-hmm. can... You fix it. Yeah. <laughs> um. You're the celebrity guy. You fix it. Yeah. What, what am I going to do? Fix it. Do something. Oh, my God. 
Somebody do something. Yeah. Thanks, JR. Go to commercial. Come back, and now we're backstage walking with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, and they're they're talking about the Blackpool Combat Club. They're walking around. Oh, and they see a guy backstage just with a clipboard and a headset, and he happens to be wearing a Moxley T-shirt. So, I think this uh-oh. was a hate crime. I don't like this. <laughs> cool Hand Ange. Ange. Parker. Yes. Ange. He threatens the guy with a switchblade, but no, it's just a comb for his hair. It's uh-huh. kind of funny. Uh, Daddy Magic Matt Menard says, you know what happens when you're a John Moxley fan? So he's using that old Jericho shtick. And then all of a sudden, the fireball comes flying in from the left side of the screen. This one, though, it was perfectly thrown. It hits the guy right in the face. Uh, he crumples to the ground, screaming in pain. And Jericho answers Menard's question and says, yeah, you get a fireball in your face because I'm a wizard. Maybe. I think that this guy should sue everyone. Yeah. Yeah, for a number of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. This was kind of wrong. (laughs) Excalibur says that Jericho and Regal are going to be on commentary later tonight when we have the the private party versus Moxley and Kingston match. And then JR says, yeah, and Jericho will also be here. Yep. He's paying attention. Thanks, JR. (laughs) Good job with that. Next up, we get a face-to-face with Adam Page and CM Punk. So we go to ringside with Tony Schiavone. And he introduces CM Punk. And his key on the screen mentions that he unveiled the Punk Shot Lariat last week when he beat Johnny Hunger. Yep. Now Shivani introduces Adam Page. And the crowd likes CM Punk a little bit more. Uh, Shivani asks Punk a question first. But it's not really a question. And so Punk just says, hey, it's safe to say the biggest moment of my career happened in Las Vegas. And I love the fans. And respectfully, I'll win the title on Sunday. Payman gets or Hangman, Hangman. Hangman gets angry about that, and he says, "No, there's nothing Punk can do to take the championship away from me." So, uh, Punk is just saying, "You know, don't take it personally. You're the champ for a reason. You're really good. This is just business, and I want this title shot like everybody else does." Hangman is angrier, and he says he's going to destroy, annihilate, and embarrass Punk, uh, mm. but not at double or nothing. He's going to do that right now. Oh. And he talks about lighting a pipe bomb and blowing it up in Punk's face. He doesn't know how the pipe bomb works. It's it's not a no. real bomb, Hangman. It's, a, it's, no. it's words. He said it would feel cathartic to do that to Punk. But yeah. now he says he can't do it because it's not the right thing to do. This is really weird. Hmm. He says he doesn't hate Punk, but he almost pities him. And he has no respect for anything that Punk has done in AEW. Uh, he says, you know, I'm not going to be defending the AEW title. Uh, but I will be defending all of AEW from CM Punk. Uh-oh. So that's a line. Yeah. CM Punk says he doesn't know why Hangman is angry, but if Hangman is so angry, then do something about it on Sunday. Uh, he Punk says that all the roads were paved by him, and the house that was built with the trees that Punk chopped down, and the creation of AEW happened because Punk gave them the blueprint, and he wants Hangman to shake his hand right now, but that's not going to happen. No. Yeah. So they punch it out, and then Heyman goes to the locker room. Mm. There you go. Eh, not the best, but it happened. Yeah. Well, now we get a recap of Anna Jay's challenge to Jade Cargill. Oh, boy. <laughs> Next after that, William Regal joins commentary, and I, I don't like this part. JR will not shut up whenever the Matt Menard portion of the introduction happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like the lines that he's using, but we never get to hear it because JR just jabbers on. He does that. 
So out comes the Jericho Appreciation Society, and Jericho tells them to cut the music because uh, Las Vegas doesn't have what it takes to sing Judas. Good. Uh, so he's healing it up real good. And he joins the commentary table. Now we're getting match number two. Here it is. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Private Party. We get a recap of Brian Danielson saying yes, uh, say, saying yes to crack when he fell between the ramp and the ring. <laughs> um, as Private Party approaches, Eddie attacks them on the ramp, and Jericho says, "Congratulations on living another week, Regal." Wow, that's Aww. wow, that was terrible. <laughs> While the match goes on, Regal and Jericho, they keep trading jabs. And and during the picture-in-picture portion, Regal says it bothers Jericho that Regal knows Jericho and his whole crew before Jericho ever met them. So uh, this is apparently a problem for Jericho that Regal knows so much. During the match, we get Mox and Eddie just throwing private party all over the place. Uh, We get a cloverleaf and an STF on Isaiah Cassidy. Eddie throws Mark Quinn into the ringside barrier. One of the fans lost a giant beer during that. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then I some other that. fan, you can see, runs in and gives the guy a new beer, and the crowd cheers. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty funny. Um, Isaiah stuns Moxley. Mark uh, hits a shooting star press, but then Moxley kicks out at two. They counter the silly string, and here it is. Mox throws the um, hammer and anvil elbow strikes, and we get a paradigm shift on Cassidy. One, two, three. Kingston and Moxley win. Yep. After the match, here comes the Jericho Appreciation Society. They attack Mox and Eddie, and then out comes Santana and Ortiz with Brian Danielson in his total mayhem. The refs and the suits come out. They break it all up, and Jericho poses in the ring while everybody's still fighting. Brian sneaks up on Jericho and starts punching him, <laughs> and uh, they fight and fight and fight, and we go to commercial. When we come back from that, we get a Samoa Joe video package. So he's coming for Adam Cole, baby. Crying. That doesn't sound good. Um, what's up next? Match number three. Oh, boy. We got Rapongi. Rapongi. Rapongi Vice. And they're going to against <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> FTR, uh, Dax and Cash. Joining commentary is, oh, Caprice Coleman from Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Love it. Rocky gets Cash Wheeler. Now, he's the one with the half-hearted mullet haircut, for those who don't remember. <clears throat> yes. Um, he gets uh, Wait, Cash Rocky? into the cross-arm arm breaker, uh, but Cash scrambles to the ropes. Uh, Dax and Trent hammering each other with some knife chops. Uh, during picture-in-picture, picture, Caprice talks, and he says, you know, this isn't a warm-up match for FTR. This is serious business to them. Uh, Rapongi Vice is a real threat. Uh, and then Rocky puts a rest hold on as we wait for the rest of picture in picture. Uh, they fight for a little bit more. And then wait, we got two guys running down the ramp. What Who are the? these guys? What oh my the? gosh. That's Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn. What? <laughs> <laughs> for those you don't know, that's the United Empire faction in New Japan. Uh, Jeff Cobb now has a clean shaven baby face. Yep. Uh, but he's no baby face. No. Uh, <laughs> And Jeff, JR says, yeah, that Jeff Cobb is a beast. And so is this other guy with him as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. JR Cobb was Matanza from um, Lucha Underground. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, JR has no idea who Great O'Conn is. He doesn't know who Great O'Conn is. He just says, yeah, that other guy's a monster of a man, too. Mm. Good job, JR. The crowd yeah. is chanting, holy poop, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, 
uh, Cobb and Ocon, they double-team Dax, and then Cobb puts Rocky in the tour of the islands. He power bombs Dax through a ringside table. This is just a total like mayhem thing here. Uh, they set up another table. Great Ocon has Trent in the claw, and Claw slams Trent to the table. Well, not really. Because, not really. Trent <laughs> put himself through the table. Yeah, because Great Ocon does that throat cut gesture, yeah. and Trent thinks that's the move. Yep. So Trent, <laughs> Trent yep. jumps backwards into the table. Oops. <laughs> Great Ocon did a decent job trying to cover up for it, but it was it was too they got the job done. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm glad to see that uh, Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon are getting some good exposure here. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, this was a title match, and it ended in a double DQ. So that's yeah, let's talk about that. The first ever no contest in AW uh, oh, yeah. Dynamite history. That's right. Yeah, it does not happen. Yeah. This was that. for the ROH uh, World Tag Team Championship. I didn't mention that, but that's what it was yeah. for. Well, it didn't matter so, at bad. the end, so whatever. But look at that. We're one hour into this show, and we've already had three important or at least interesting matches. So that's how it's done, I guess. <laughs> yes. Some other shows may not do that. No. <laughs> Backstage, the Hardys talk about how the Young Bucks have patterned their lives on the Hardys. Yeah. Uh, the Hardys had to go through a tougher time in pro wrestling and do drugs and drink and get all messed up. And the Bucks would have never survived that. And they said they Matt never says, did those things when they before wrestling. So wow. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that's true. Good. I don't know. Wrestling they wrestling were, must have really screwed them up. Right. And wrestling was a lot meaner back then. And now wrestling the real gateway drugs. Yeah. yeah. Matt, uh, he says that the Bucks are are Hardy cosplayers. We've heard that before. Yeah. Um, Jeff <clears throat> says that the Hardys are not in their prime anymore. Uh, but this oh, will no, be, be the Hardy's best run yet. Yeah. I hope so. It's pretty obvious. Uh, Matt Hardy says that the Hardys are better than the Bucks in every stage of life. <laughs> as babies, as teenagers, <laughs> and even now as middle-aged and extreme. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That would make me laugh. Matt points to his shirt and it says, The Delete. So <laughs> we've got the Elite and the Delete. Yes. And then he says, Never meet your heroes, uh, but the Bucks will beat their heroes. So... That's uh, pretty good stuff. <clears throat> match number four. Here we go. It's a triple threat match. This is absolute Ricky Starks versus Swerve Strickland versus Jungle Boy. This is the preview uh, for the triple threat tag team championship match coming up on Double or Nothing. And this one has a lot of fast-paced action. Um, Starks says something really nasty uh, to a fan about the moment of that fan's conception. Um Probably was better off not hearing that. Oh, I didn't uh, hear that at all. <laughs> yeah, it was not nice at all. It was really yes. Nice. Uh, during Picture in Picture, start, uh, he does a lot of showboating. He's dancing while holding Jungle Boy in a delayed vertical suplex. He struts on the top rope with his hand on his crotch. <laughs> um, uh, Jungle Boy tries to do a top rope poison rana to Swerve, but uh, Swerve just lands on his feet. That's nice. Which is really cool. The crowd That's goes good. crazy for that. Um, Starks delivers a Michinoku driver to Jungle Boy. Uh, Swerve breaks up that pen, and this is just really impossible to keep up. Um, uh, Jungle Boy, he uh, puts Starks in the snare trap. Starks gets to the rope. Uh, so Jungle Boy pulls him to the center of the ring and applies the snare trap again. Swerve breaks it up, and then he hits Starks with the Swerve Stomp from the top rope, and uh, that gets the pen. One, two, three. So Swerve wins the match. But it also points out that the the Jungle Boy team doesn't even have to be involved in the finish because right. that did not yes. that's what happened here. Right. So 
yeah, yeah Swerve pin Starks, which in a tag team match would have meant new champions, but yep. without losing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, after the match, here comes Powerhouse Hobbs. He attacks Swerve and Jungle Boy. And then here comes Luchasaurus. He goozles Hobbs and Hobbs gets out of it. And now here comes Keith Lee. Yep. Uh, so all, all the three guys now fight it out. And Keith Lee ends up standing tall in the ring. He does a corkscrew plancha onto Luchasaurus and Hobbs outside the ring. And then Swerve and Keith Lee stand tall to end the segment. Yep. We go backstage now with Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page. Lambert reminds us that Frankie and Sammy destroyed Scorpio's TNT title belt. And Lambert says, you know, I know people. I've already ordered a new title belt uh, specifically made for Scorpio. It's going to be custom made. It's going to be in his image. You'll see it on Friday night. Then we go to the ramp with Tony Schiavone. Out comes Thunder Rosa. She says, look at my face. There's no face paint. Uh, She's worked hard uh, for everything that she has. Uh, Thunder Rosa is grateful to be the AEW Women's Champion. And she says, uh, Serena Deeb, you're no champion. You complain and you point fingers, but maybe you should blame yourself for your questionable cosmetic changes. Yikes. Yeah. On Sunday, the war paint comes on. I don't know how that works. Has it come <laughs> on? Yes. Put it on. That's It could be gross, I guess. Never mind. Let's turn off Serena the dark. Says, <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Serena Deeb says she'll uh, uh, pay for disrespecting everyone. And then uh, her music plays. Uh, uh, she says she's going to haunt Serena Deep forever. I don't understand all this, but we're going to yeah, have. But the point is, it. they they played her music too early because they yes. thought it was the yeah. go home, and then and she, she got played more, off like the Academy sudden, Awards. Yeah, she had more to say, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not done. The Academy Awards was like, good. All right, backstage with Tony Schiavone after a commercial, and we see the Brandy clone, Red Velvet. Uh, now she's mad that she lost to Chris Statlander. Uh, so here comes Ruby Soho, and Red Velvet gives Ruby a book of everything that she needs to beat Chris Statlander. Mm. Okay. Well, this is bizarre. Ruby just throws the book away and then says she'll keep some of that stuff in mind. Well, how can you do that? If you I don't know. She away? threw it away. I don't. That didn't make any sense. Osmosis. Whatever. Really bizarre. Let's go to another match, though. Here we go. It is an Owen Hart semifinal match. It's Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus Tony Storm. Britt is joined by Rebel and Jamie Hayter, but then she tells them to go back to the locker room, and she's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. Oh, they slam each other's head on in, all over the place outside the ring. Eventually, Storm gets shoved into the steps. Uh, during a commercial, Britt steals a fan's Tony Storm sign and rips it up. Oh, that's so mean. Uh, this isn't really much of a match. Um, Britt keeps Tony in a headlock, stalling for that yeah, commercial break. Yeah, this again, and Tony's like a step behind on everything. I don't I don't get yeah. her. I don't get it. Even even Excalibur says Britt is stalling for time, which uh, don't say that. Yeah. Uh, we get an attempted uh, Pittsburgh sunrise. Tony Storm counters it uh, with a tornado DDT and an Alabama slam. Those DDTs hits- that, that Tony does are like the lowest falling DDTs, like she doesn't want to jump up in the air, and I don't know why. It's super weird. I uh, yeah, I don't know. It is weird. But out comes Jamie Hader, and Britt tells her no. Uh, now Tony's nose is bleeding, and she DDTs Britt on the floor, throws her back in the ring. Uh, uh, Hader jumps up on the apron, so mm. Storm punches her, and then Britt just kind of awkwardly rolls up Storm and. And grabs the ropes as the ref counts to three. So that was a mm. bad match. Um, 
But Britt wins it anyway, and she gets yep. to be in the Owen Hart finals. Yeah. She's going to face the winner of Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander, which you'll see on Friday Rampage. Yes. Match number six, another Owen Hart match. This is Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly. This is a semifinal match. And I say, does anyone really expect Kyle to win this? But we'll see. Aww. We yeah, can see he's I, been getting the... Uh, I didn't. Uh, he's been getting the magical hot cupping treatment. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's super It's magical, yeah. right? Yeah. Hmm. You know, I tried leeches for my male pattern baldness, but sadly that didn't work. No. You should have tried leeches go. and, and cupping match. combo package. Oh, put the that's, yeah, in the cup. yeah, you that's do to both. Yeah. Well, it's a match. They fight inside and outside the ring. Joe breaks up a roll-up attempt by Kyle O'Reilly by putting on the uh, rear naked choke, and Kyle just taps out. Yep. So that's it. Out comes did Adam ta- Cole. Did he tap? I he thought poses. he fell asleep. I don't know. I don't remember. He tapped or he, he, I think it was a week. I think he, he tapped or napped. Yeah. Captain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole comes out, he poses, and that's the end of the show. Yeah. Um, there you have it. It's a movie. I mean, a TV show. <coughs> Excuse me, but I have emails about it, so I'm going to read that there. Okay. This one says, um, nope, okay, we already read that one. Never mind. Never mind, because they're all Rampage and Double or Nothing. Right. So, oh, I'm going to read this one. Melodic Tones of Drucifer Jones writes in and says, Joe, I need to thank you. I know you do. I'm I'm (laughs) glad you're finally thanking me. Well, what took you so long? I know. No, um, last week you pointed out something that gets under my skin. It's the whole yeah, no thing. (laughs) Yeah means affirmative. No means negative. What does yeah, no or no, yeah mean? This has frustrated me for years. I'm glad someone else understands. Thank you. P.S. Is Joe there? Okay, thank you. That's it. Thank you for the email. And yeah, it drives me super crazy. Well, when Drucifer starts agreeing with you, then you need to rethink your position. Yeah, I know. It, that, that did yeah. kind of confuse me. Yeah, no. No, yeah, you got to rethink that. <laughs> yes. My son says that a lot. Yeah, no. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, so Runsheet says that Rampage is next, and that's me, so let's go. Rampage. Oh, that's my that's my uh, 2022 pet peeve is let's goo. <laughs> it's let's go. Yes. And I understand what it's supposed to be. How would you, How would suggest, you suggest somebody let's spell go. it? I don't know, but when you Thank spell you, it hum, then hum, with hum. just two O's, it's let's goo. Okay, if they're doing it with oh, two O's, then, then that's just laziness. Idiot. Yes. And, and then like I always and then an H after you have to do you have to commit to it and do multiple. That's fine, but yeah. still, it's let's goo no matter what. And I always tweet at people like Nickelodeon shows where they have green slime like all mm-hmm. over their head because that's let's goo. So yeah. there you go. There you go. That seems like there a good goo. use of your time. It is great. While I'm in the office, all day. so good. Rampage. That's mean. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you do Rampage now. Look at that. You can do Snap Smackdown. Nah. Uh, live from Las Vegas. It's a live Rampage where they couldn't even decide what time the show was even going to be on because of sports. So they figured it out. And it's right here. That's something. Wow. I'm retiring today, everybody. I'm done. No more smart wrestling fan. It's over. 
Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Matt side. Let's go side L against Brian Danielson. I'm never. This is gonna. This is gonna take a hundred years because you're never gonna get over this. I turned over. I turned away from the mic. Okay. To breathe like Ava Rain. <laughs> Some stay, say it's the Rock's daughter, but it's Ava Rain. <laughs> You can't Madison tell Rain. that she's related to the Rock Ava Rain. Yeah, I'm holding up the show. <laughs> okay. Just seriously, Never. Ava Rain. Matt Seidel against Brian Danielson. Regal is on commentary. And this is a Ring of Honor classic from the mid-2000s, and they even point that out. Um, oh, Regal tells us the difference between a headlock and a head squeeze. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. The match is great. It's scary. Um, these guys, because they'll do just about anything. And Brian makes Let's Go Seidel nap. So yeah. he, didn't, he didn't actually tap out. But Brian wins. And it's a great start to Rampage. And the crowd's very excited. And the difference between when they have to sit through an entire Dynamite and then tape Rampage. Yeah. Or when they just have to tape Rampage. Mm-hmm. is like it's night and day. Because so. it doesn't matter yeah. if the, if all of Dynamite's great. It's still tiring. Yep. Yeah. So that's it. Now we see a Hookhausen video preview for pay- the pay-per-view on Sunday. Okay, now we hear the Hardy Boys music and the crowd's all excited. It's the Hardy Boys, even yeah. though I didn't think they were going to be on the show. It's cosplay kids, the Young Bucks, oh pretending to be Matt and Jeff. <laughs> dressed amazing. like them, dancing like them. And then they introduce Gangrel, who drinks blood. <laughs> and then Lita, who is just Brandon Cutler dressed like Lita. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And they even do the Mattitude facts. And it's everything's there. It's just wonderfully wonderful. Yep. Everything about it's it perfect. perfect. But then, that was just the intro that was perfect. It's Young Hardys against the already in the ring Taylor Rust, Tyler Rust, Rust. Taylor and John Cruz. So So two on four? Really, it's a two on four match. But Taylor Russ, Tyler Russ, and Russ Taylor, they're all the same guy. But the best part is the Young Bucks do the Hardys moveset. Yeah. They just do it. They're like, let's go all the way with this. But I love it. Matt goes to the top rope and he's going to do the Matt. Oh, Matt Hardy leg drop. And he's like, no. (laughs) And then he goes to the second rope to do it. And he's like... No, okay, I'll just do an, an elbow off the top. He yeah, break his hips. He doesn't want to break his hip. Uh, twist of fate and Swanton, and the Hardy Bucks win. And oh, but then they attack Gangrel. Oh no! But mm-hmm. the real Hardys come out for the save. And poor Gangrel. This was so sad. He attack. His only oh, spot geez. is to attack Cutler. He doesn't even connect with his sad old man kick. Oh, yeah. And then he does bad. the impaler after missing the kick. At least he got yeah. that. And then the Hardys this, beat up Cutler. And, this was great because Gangrel, as you remember, was supposed to be on Dynamite about a like year months ago. ago. Yep. And then Edge ruined it by doing the, the, bath. the brood thing. The, yeah. the blood bath, which they called the brood bath. Yes. The brood bath, yeah. Yep. And so I guess Tony Khan at that point said, no, can't yep. do it now. Right, because it would seem like copying, so, even though right. AEW yeah. thought of it first. But oh well, right. they waited. Gangrel yep. got two paydays then because they still paid him for the last one, even though he didn't That's show right. up. Yeah, they did. So, yep. Good on you, Gangrel, for getting paid twice for missing a kick. <laughs> no kidding. Fun. He probably told Edge to go and do the brood path. He did. <laughs> I think these guys will pay me twice. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Darby Allen is mad that Kyle O'Reilly injured Sting. So now it's Darby versus Kyle on pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Why, Why? do we need more pay-per-view matches? Let's put that on 
Put that on dynamite. Or I said it would be on dynamite. I said it would. Yeah. I was like, there's no way they're going to stuff that on the pay-per-view. No, they do. Or make that the buy-in and then we put Hookhausen on the main show or something. I don't know. I don't think Hookhausen should have been on the main show. Or, yeah, two oh, matches on the buy-in. Yeah, two fine. matches on the buy-in is fine. It was an yeah. hour long. We didn't. Right. <laughs> one I match. Know. No, it was not an hour long. The first half hour was just... Like that same okay, video package thing. Oh, I know. Real, I think we're okay. saying buy-in to yeah. mean the whole pre-show. Okay. Yeah. The the buy-in's really actually only thirty minutes. But okay. Yeah. Um. Already in the ring, Dante Martin. Oh my God. Max Caster oh. comes out with the Butt Boys and <laughs> Bowen's in a wheelchair, and we get a rap about how Dante's already in the ring. It's awesome. And the yeah. Gun Kids want to yell the city name, but they all get it wrong. And Bowens looks so distraught because they're not letting him talk. And he grabs the mic and does it right and oh, says Las Vegas. But then he yells, oh, no. And Dante, <laughs> we don't even see it. Dante yeah. just wipes out the gun kids. We have to see it on replay. So we get to the match. The, but the, yeah, the oh, no in the microphone was, oh, it was very amazing. funny. Oh, yeah. Just this whole act is so mm-hmm. good. And it should I not be. It. And it is. It shouldn't be. The, the gun kids, this should be the stupidest thing ever. And it's amazing. They are such I love great clowns. Daddy and Papa. And yes, father. yeah. <laughs> they just they just know how to be awkwardly funny. It's it's just great. So the match after the ref ejects everybody is Dante Martin against Max Caster. It's a short match. Dante wins. And why did Bowens be was the one to get injured? Aww. Not that I want Max Caster to get injured, but but, Ma- but Bowens oh. is the wrestler. I know, but Caster's getting better. He is. Dante wins. Samoa Joe against Adam Cole. Owen Hart finals pay-per-view match preview thing. And then we go to the ring. It's Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page. They unveil the new custom TNT title. It's nice looking with purple and It's really nice gold. looking. It's, yeah. it's Lakers. Gold, it's all Lakers Gold and purple stuff. with silver gems, basically. Yeah. It's also my junior high school colors, so hmm. go Crusaders. There you go. I think that's what it's actually for. That's probably what it is. Yeah. That's where I heard Scorpio Sky went to school. Uh, Sammy and Ty and Kaz are on the Tron, and they're televising a crime. Mm-hmm. First, it's yeah. some kind of breaking and entering. Then it's damaging property. Then it's, I think, felony theft. It's it's so these mm-hmm. valuables. So they yeah. break open a trophy case full of titles. They steal the titles, and then Scorpio's like, "Let's have a." Okay, fine. You win. We're let's have a six-person tag match with Paige Van Zant. But if we win, none of you idiots get a title shot for the TNT title ever again. And I'm like, I'm fine with this. Mm-hmm. As long mm-hmm. as the heels win, I'm good. And I say heels, even though everybody but Kaz in this story is a heel. I think Kaz is heel by association. Yeah, he is. Mark Henry split screen. It's Statlander on one side, Ruby Riot or Soho or whatever her name is on the other side. Yeah, go ahead. So how how do who else just booked a match on the pay per view to a match ago? Everybody. Uh, Darby Allen just booked Darby a match. Allen. So and and then these Scorpio guys booked a match on a match. on an already overbooked pay per view. There's no why authority. is there no one to keep these people in check? There's no authority figure on AEW. They don't. That does. That role doesn't exist. So then, why doesn't everybody book themselves? So the roster is huge, Mm -hmm. and people are you know upset that like Sunny Kiss isn't booked enough. Why isn't Sunny Kiss just booking themselves on a match? I think what it is 
is one of these pay-per-views. We should just make it where there's like 20 matches and then they have they say enough is enough and they bring Owen Hart's hologram out as the general manager. Okay. And he says, I can't do this anymore because that was his catchphrase. Yes, I know. Yeah. Remember, I can't do this anymore. I'm yes. Owen Hart. Yes. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. But yeah, split screen Ruby and Statlander. And poor Statlander cuts this sad, pathetic promo about being a backup. A good promo, though. She, oh, no. I, I, it just makes me sad for her. Yeah. I've been here since day one, and I'm a backup plan in this tournament. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. She's right. And Ruby's like, I will win, and I need to win everything. But I never win anything. But enough mm-hmm. talk. Let's talk so freaking much. And they advertise 100 matches. Now it's time for the main event. Owen tournament match. And it's Statlander against Ruby. It turns into a good match. Mm-hmm. Very good. I I'm, liked it. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah. But in the end, oh, all Statlander's power moves and everything, none of that matters. Because Ruby just wins with a roll-up. And the crowd yeah. boos. And they're so I felt mad. bad for Ruby. The crowd just was like, oh, I thought maybe Statlander would win. Because she's replacing Sheeta, and maybe maybe that was the thing. Oh, or maybe so, they were mad that Ruby or Ruby just won with a kick and a roll up over. It was kind of junky looking, but then yeah. they're so mad, and so Tony Schiavone's in the ring to interview Ruby, but Britt Baker comes out, and Ruby won't let her talk, and that makes the crowd even more mad. So the crowd boos so loud. And Ruby, again, tries to talk, and it doesn't work out. So, the end. That's your show. Poor Ruby. Yep. So, Las Vegas, not big Ruby Soho fans. See if they change their mind at the pay-per-view. Now I have an email about Rampage. Okay. Um, It says, it's from Electric Giblets. Ew. Mm, Yep. The best kind. I was going to wait till the pay-per-view, but I'm sure it'll be great and you'll have enough females gushing about it. So I thought I'd share an opinion I had from Rampage. I think we can all agree that it's taken Ruby Soho a while to find her footing in AEW, but I feel like the last month or so something has clicked for her and she's starting to finally shake off the rust and her matches are improving as a result. I agree. The reaction of the crowd to her beating Statlander I found to be totally disrespectful to her as a performer. I get it. We all want to see more Chris Statlander on AEW TV. I like her too, but... There was no need for the crowd to boo Ruby and almost derail the final segment as if she booked that finish. I right. Just, they don't, I mean, how else would they explain that they're, they want Statlander to win? That's, you know, yeah. I think Not Ruby they handled. Were booing Ruby. It was just, they were booing the situation, I think. And I understand that how that's disrespectful. I think Ruby handled that crowd well in her promo, but you could tell she was a bit shaken up by it. and wasn't particularly yeah, enjoyable I experience agree. for her. Yep. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Because, for Ruby. because the crowd's been, not the crowd, but the fan base has been wanting Ruby yeah. to win more I and know. to do better. Yeah. And then when she does, they're like, oh, not like that. Because right, not it's against always, our darling. Not against this one. Yeah. yeah. That's what they do. Yep. They sure do. Okay. Um, I didn't mind the, the fact that she won. I just hated the way she won. It was right. just yeah. weak. It was weak beak, but now it's time for SmackDown. So let's get SmackDown yes. done. Oh my Speaking god! Speaking of weak beak, oh my god, the SmackDown I hated it so much. Oh my gosh, we open up with three and a half minutes of Bloodline RKO RK Bro recap crap. We're live from Little Rock, Arkansas, and Samantha Irvin welcomes the new undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Oh god. It's 312 days that they've held the SmackDown Championships. 
Uh, per Cole, Randy Orton is injured and can't compete, and he's undergoing consultations with surgeons. Mm. So that we know to be true, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Usos take credit for beating RK Bro all on their own, which we know not to right. be true. Of course not. Uso one um, goes on this really weird, sincere oh, seeming. Oh, I hated this so much. Um, rant not rant really because it was he just he says it was he wouldn't shut up it's true he wouldn't shut up oh all you fans have been there for us in the wwe and he's pretty facey here he says that you've Mm. you've seen our ups and downs and duis the crowd's how many years did they say they were there 12 12 what is that like 36 duis then yeah something like that Mm -hmm. Uh, the crowd's dead even when the usos are being super sincere faces here or just the one Uso, because the other one's just standing there. Um, <laughs> it's awkward. It's not working. Um, yeah. And it goes on for too long. Then Uso 2 says, for the last 12 years, we've needed nobody. And the other Uso chimes in. Yeah. So it was seven minutes of a j- big just kidding waste of my time. Yeah, it was. I hate it. Yeah. And that and just sours me for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's not good. Um, the crowd boos and... Uso say boo Randy Orton because he's not here. And then you the poos and we the peas and all that stuff. They say all that poopy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. He and his partner are going to challenge the Usos tonight to a tag team championship match. His partner wanted to fight them all on his own, but Nakamura said he wanted to join and help out. On the okay. closed captioning, it said that Nakamura was saying his father Every oh. time it said partner, oh. that was good. <laughs> um, and his partner is late yeah. to the entrance. And then it's Riddle. Okay. Ooh, what a shock. Yeah. It's Riddle. So which title is this for? Is it for the Undisputed? Is it for the SmackDown? Is it for the I Raw? I don't think you can unglue those right now. But they're so separate. it's for both. But they're still separate. I know. Um, they forgot to glue them. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah, there's no glue. And why does Nakamura deserve a shot? I'm confused. He hasn't won in a hundred years. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. Couldn't they brawl. You choose him. That's what. That's, that's true. It. They brawl, but it's not a match right now. And then Joe says that tonight or at any time, yes. if <laughs> anyone refers to them on SmackDown as Nakabroa, we're turning SmackDown off. Yes, Nakabroa. If they use that as their name. We're done. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. We don't have to watch the rest of whatever show they say that on. And then unfortunately. Oh, say it. Please happen. say so, it. Please. Well, they might say it on SmackDown this I'm going to call them Nakabroa right now and we're oh, done. Okay. Not sure. Not we already bad, watched everybody. it, so we better talk uh, about it. Hmm. Now we get a recap of Ronda's Open Challenge from two weeks ago oh. against Raquel Rodriguez. Oh my God. This is all oh, painful. Okay. Raquel mm-hmm. comes out. She brings her smile with her. Mm-hmm. Um, then Shayna Baszler is in the back with Natalia, Shotzi, Zaylee, and Aaliyah, and they're watching from the locker room. This was pain. That's this bitter party of five, because that's how mm. uh, they like to white, write for women. Yeah, Women are so petty, aren't they? And catty. They are. Yeah. Shotzi tells each oh. woman why they're um, more likely number one contenders than Raquel. Oh. But she insults like half of them, and some of them leave. And she's like, what are we going to do about this? And then this whole time, the crowd's been watching Raquel pose and, and smile in the ring. Yep. So that's great. And we find out that a championship contenders match is live next. Ronda versus Raquel. It's RR versus RR. Yep. It is. 
Oh, that's going to be very confusing when I say one of them wins. Okay. Nakamura and Riddle are discussing team names. They come they come real close to saying Nakabro, but they Oh, don't. they don't say it. They don't. <laughs> Kayla interviews them and this matchup, uh, these two team teaming together is Randy's idea. Riddle says, I don't care. Yeah. I don't want sure. it. Sure. Ronda Rousey comes out. Shotzi and Natalia and Chena go in to intervene, but oh it looks like God. Aaliyah locks Shotzi in the locker room. Uh, and Aaliyah is terrible. She doesn't know how to fake laugh or act like she had a wonderful plan. Oh my God. She She's like really, twirls really the key around and makes faces like, again, like a five-year-old in a, in a play. She, she yeah. like, Oh, it's bad. She, she's bad. Match starts. Baser and Natalia attack Raquel. The women fight. But I guess it's how Raquel wins her championship contenders match. Did they make, did they say that it was official? They didn't say it was official, which means that yeah. next week there's probably going to be a multi-person match to decide a number one contender, and Raquel will win that. That's lame. Because you can't do like a six-pack challenge for against Ronda, or Ronda has to beat five people, so that won't work. That would she would squash the entire roster. So it's got to be one on one Ronda against Raquel at the pay per view. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be. You don't even have to have Ronda at the pay-per-view. Right. But I think she's been advertised, so I think she, yeah, I think maybe. Should have some she has champion there. Whatever. We go to commercial and we come back to a straight-up tag team match in oh. progress. It's an Italian Shayna versus Raquel and Ronda Who Rousey. Who cares? Wow. Good lord. Um, <laughs> football head says it's Natalia's birthday, so I'm assuming she's going to be the one who eats the pin. <laughs> but I am wrong. Tejana bomb. That's the new Chingona bomb oh, name. Yeah. Uh, to Shayna. So at least they didn't wow. humiliate Natalia. I mean, she's still lost, but she didn't have to take the pin. Oh my um, god. And Raquel and Ronda win. Wow. It was funny how many times they told us this is called Tejana bomb. This is yep. called yeah. Tejana bomb. They're like, don't <laughs> listen to last week's show or the week before right. because we, that's not real. <sighs> Michael Cole says Money in the Bank will now be in the intimate confines <sighs> of Las Vegas's MGM Grand what a Garden. Joke. Oh, what a great upgrade. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The New Day in the back play rock, paper, something. I don't know what Sarah Schreiber Joe tells me. <laughs> I find out later it might not be her, but mm, we'll discuss not. that later. Now it's a six team, oh no, six team tag match later tonight. It's New Day and someone. There's no way we could ever know who it was based on the oh, no. roster. We haven't known for one yeah. week already who it is. Versus is the Brawling Brutes. Oh, God. And Sarah's with the New Day again. And then I find out it's Megan Morant, not Sarah. Yep. And thanks, Joe, not all honkies look alike. Well, they do. They're like two weird robot twins. Okay. Yeah, maybe. And they talk about the new day talk about talks about how their partners can be anyone, and then they name a bunch of imaginary characters. What, what is and this? And it really can't be just anyone. No. So it's stupid. It might be Spider Man. No, it, it really can't be. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we? It see might Spider-Man be SpongeBob. It can't be. No, it can't. That's not real. Please stop. Now we have a recap of Happy Corbin killing Mad Cat Moss three times in a row. They just keep on playing, paying, playing. Well, if they keep playing that, that must mean Cor- that M- Riddick Moss, whatever his name, Riddick Mad Cat. Riddick Ross. Yeah, Riddick Ross is never coming back because his his neck is broken off, right? I know. Mad Cap returns next week. What? Who cares? Oh. And it says no jokes, no cap. So it's just mad. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Football head said that. The graphic did not say oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, it says it later. 
It never says that. It's always football head. I disagree. Really? It said no. I think cap? later. I think later. It's it says it somewhere. I never saw that. Okay. Well, That's, I'm not saying everything. it wasn't there, but mm. I never could be wrong on this. <laughs> it doesn't seem right at all. Los Lotharios come out, and it's kiss cam time. Just favorite part of the show. Oh yeah, let's look around. Maybe somebody over there. Oh, maybe over there. Nope. Every same spot. time, it's the same spot. Why do they look around? I don't know. And, and there's never a man in that spot either. Nope. Too bad. Yeah. They're facing Jinder and Shanky. Why? Jinder and Shanky aren't a team anymore. Shanky left Jinder. What is this? Yeah, and Jinder is in the back, and he's looking all over for Shanky. And he can't find him until he does. Shanky is in a room dancing around doing but the Shanky Panky. dancing to like the gender theme. I don't even understand what's happening. He's doing the Shanky Panky. Oh my God. Shanky Panky is the same as um, the Sheer Shuffle. Oh my God. This is just copy yeah. paste from Impact. Los mm-hmm. <laughs> Lotharius are dancing at Samantha Irvin ringside. Oof. What the? These guys all just like to have fun. Oh, oh. Chris. Finally, Gender and Shanky come out. And he's, they they call him the sky scraping shanky. What is that? It's not even that easy to say. I couldn't even type it. It said sky no. scraping shanky. No. Okay. I, wow. wow. Football wow. head is mad that three quarters of the competitors are dancing and not prepared for a match. I thought his favorite wrestlers, all they do is dance. His favorite wrestlers on the whole show are dancers that come out, Nakamura and Boogs, that dance to the ring, and then yeah. he dances on the table. And now he's that's saying, all he does. Yeah. "Yes, he's saying that the only person that's taking this match seriously is Jinder because everybody else is a clown." Yes. Wow. And Cole never says a word about it. Match. The show's so bad. Angel rips his pants off at Samantha. Wow. While Shanky awesome. dances behind him. And then head bonk to Angel. And some kind of something. Humberto pins Ginger. Ginger screams at Shanky. And Shanky says, talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it. He did. What was whatever that? Whatever Johnny Rose says. And then now Shanky dances for Samantha. And this one she likes. What the heck is going on? I don't know. Oh. Amy, do you like it when men come up and just dance on you? No. And, sh- and rip their pants off and no. just dance on you what like that? What in the no. world is that? Is that what you're after? No. <sighs> not, not a fan of it. So well, Smack, SmackDown is teaching me differently, you see. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Pierce is watching and Max Dupree. Yeah. Comes in. Dupree. And he's a very, very close talker. Oh, my God. Like, that's how you Boy. get COVID. Yes. Right. And other things. He is all up in Adam Pierce's face. Yeah. Um, Effective immediately. Max is a part of SmackDown. Uh, Adam Pierce confirms. Wow. What a surprise that he signed a contract, then it's valid. Yeah. Otherwise, how are people getting back there so easily? Yeah. Yay. So happy. Pierce doesn't make the model cut, though. I don't want this Arn Anderson. KO show <laughs> is next on SmackDown. Why? Because this is a roster issue. But who is on it? Something. Who's, who do they say? He's going to host a KO show with a member of the Bloodline. That's weird. Oh, that's real weird because yeah. Reigns isn't there and the Usos were already on. So, huh? Paul Heyman, maybe? So there's a graphic of yeah. KO. There's a, Paul so Heyman's there's not a big, there tonight. No. Okay, so there's a big graphic and there's KO on one side. And then there's Usos, Heyman and Roman on the other side. 
But then if you pay attention, and I had to we had to pause it yes, and we rewind paused it, it. Because I caught it, which is very strange because I don't catch things. But I caught it. Sammy's hidden behind the O. Oh, he the, is. His, you can see his he's arms. He's in the graphic. And they <laughs> never, on the bloodline side. They never addressed it. Right. But it's there. That's great. Yep. yep, he is definitely there. Wow. Oh, Football Head says that he and um, Elias slash Ezekiel come from the same high school. And to that, I say, couldn't he just look up yearbook evidence? Yeah, and see if they're really the same person or not. Mm. Wow. I used to love this story. And at this point in the show, I I don't. I'm done. I'm done. Aww. But then Kevin, Kevin Owens welcomes the locker room leader of SmackDown, the close personal confidant of the bloodline, Sami Zayn. Of course. And the commentators hey. don't understand it. And Cole blames KO for WWE's false advertising, which is kind of funny. Yes. Um, but that's, yeah, when you have to go back and say false advertising, no, Sammy is there. He's just a hiding. It's true. Um, I don't know why the commentators don't go, oh, I see. Yeah. You know, they never, something. They, they do nothing. Do um, the guys jump and hug in the ring. They compliment each other, uh, how great one another is. Sammy says that Elias and Ezekiel are clearly the same person. And Kevin yeah. looks like he's going to cry and this, he hugs Sammy Zayn and it's this amazing. This is one of the best moments ever in this whole... This reminded me they so much... They brought the story back for me. They did. And this reminded me so much of when it was Kevin Owens and Jericho when that whole best friend mm-hmm. story was going on. But... This moment right here was the moment, if you watch The Office, it was the moment where Michael Scott meets up with David Brent, his alter ego from the British office. Mm-hmm. And when when he hears David say, that's what she said, and realizes, oh my God, it's not just me. And yeah. they, he hugs him. This was Kevin Owens' face to a T. This was yeah. perfect. This was amazing. I love it. Kevin Owens wants Sammy to drop everything on SmackDown and come to Raw and call out all of the locker room liars. Wow. Sammy says now's not a good time because SmackDown and Bloodline need him. And he calls Kevin Oos. It just kind of like slips in there. Oh, no. And Kevin catches that and he calls Sammy naive and delusional and says he's not really in the Bloodline. And... That all of this stuff that's been going on with the bloodline makes Sammy look like a moron. And then Sammy says that Elias and Ezekiel are two different people. Oh. And he starts pointing out all their differences. Oh, no. And then they, yeah, he's like, one has a beard and one doesn't. They're clearly two different people. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get in this, you know, they call each other liars and morons thing. And then Sammy says, liar, liar, pants on fire. And that's too far for Kevin Owens. Yep. Because as he says his pants clearly are not on yeah. fire and he's mad. <laughs> Uh, Kevin calls out the bloodline to come and help Sammy prove a point. but And nothing. They don't come because that was the point. Yep. Sammy shoves Kevin and tells him to go back to Raw. Um, wow. Great segment. But, oh, it's not done. KO goes to get into the ring and stuns the people cleaning up the KO set. And Kevin starts <laughs> cracking up because a sign falls on one of the guys, but the camera doesn't catch it. Oh, it was awesome. So it was, it was such funny. a perfect moment. And the camera misses it because Kevin Dunn's the worst. But yeah, very, very good segment. Those two are always great together. Ricochet and Drew Gulak versus Gunter and Ludwig Kaiser. Why is this a match? Oh my God. I don't know. Gunter comes out swimming in his coat. That's a match. Seems like a great match that I don't care about. Yeah. Or I have SmackDown fatigue. I don't know. Uh, Ludwig puts Gulak, or pins him, sorry, out of nowhere. 
and then they. It kill was the same Ricochet. finish almost as the the Lotharios finish. It was like I kick you and it's over. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. Sad. Now Sammy is with the Usos in the back, and he fears what Kevin said is true. He's not getting a lot of respect from the bloodline. Um, and Sammy wants to know what he is to the Usos. Sammy wants to join the bloodline, maybe even just as an honorary member. And the Usos oh, say, boy. sure, fine, honor- you're an honorary Us. Yikes. But they call right. everyone Us. Yeah. So it really means nothing, but that's still enough to make Sammy happy. Mm. Poor Sammy. <sighs> and then all of a sudden, Cole and Football Head are very somber for a Memorial Day tribute. Oh, my God. On Friday. Yeah. Mm. And the Brawling Brutes, three guys not from the U.S., are standing in the ring for 10 minutes watching this tribute. Wow. Um, They're here to talk, apparently. It's fight night every night, they say. They talk about New Day and their imaginary partner. Even they think it could be just anyone. They're like, it could be Godzilla. No, guess what? It can't. Why? (laughs) Is everyone a moron? I guess. Yes. It can be a cartoon character. Okay. New Day came out. Xavier says the Brawling Brutes are off-brand Wrestle Buddies. That's in okay. land. Yeah. Uh, this is the main event, I guess. Wow. Well, they yeah. start, They started coming. They started. The Brawling Brutes came out with 35 minutes left in the show. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. This is not. But they sure did stand around forever and talk forever. Yeah. Uh, Xavier says their partner is a real physical specimen, and then they make a bunch of stupid jokes about how women are objects. Yep, they do objects that they can that this they person steal can steal. Them. Yeah, um, and at no mm. shock to anyone except the heels and the commentators, the partner is Drew. Who a Drew else? Day, yes, it is. Who else would it have been? I have no idea. There's but no my, other wrestlers. My notes say Larry, come back. <laughs> 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 this is where I had it. It took me almost to the end of the show before yeah. I'm like, I can't do this oh anymore. Oh, my God. This match is nothing. <sighs> this match is 20 minutes of just nothing. Yeah. No. We find out here, though, that on Raw, we're going to get a championship contenders match. Shinsuke and Riddle versus the Usos. Mm. Mm. Okay. Main event match finally begins. Claymore, elbowed by Xavier to Ridge Holland, faces win and celebrate in the ring while Drew does the flare walk because that's dancing. For wow. some reason. Yeah. Um, and that is your SmackDown. <sighs> we also got like a video package saying that uh, Lacey Evans is going to be the Grand Wizard. Oops. I mean, Grand <laughs> Marshal. At yes, an I skipped that. NASCAR event. Yeah. Um, I skipped that on purpose. Yeah. But yeah, she is Grand Wizard. Master. She's at Nashville Cars with a bunch of nice people. I mean, okay. They're not all terrible. Nope. Mm. Wow. That was the thing. Awesome. That was. That was a hot show right there. That sure existed. Um, oh, my God. Is it pay-per-view time? The, the, the thing that everybody cares about? You didn't have like a dozen SmackDown emails to I'm, read? I'm have, deleting these notes. I deleted all the SmackDown Delete. emails on purpose. Okay. All right. Let's uh, buckle up. We got a, a, <laughs> oh, a pay-per-view. This is AEW Double or Nothing 2022, May 29th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, Let's, during the buy-in. Yeah, we've got a, a the, the acclaimed come out, and Max Caster does another butt boys call out, uh, and, and this time the gun boys they get the name of the pay per view wrong. They keep saying mm-hmm. Revolution and Full Gear and all these other yep. ones. Um, and then Bleacher you know, you Report's website. Say, you guys say butt boys to keep it 
Buy me a butt G- boy. Butt boys. But, but boys to me sounds dirtier than. But but <laughs> that's something a kid would say. But yeah. boy, but it doesn't. It only means something if you know. So, you know, okay. yeah, that's all. I mean, do mention that Bleacher Report's website and TV app—they both sucked for forty minutes of this. So basically what we're telling people is do not use Bleacher Report ever for any reason. Please stop using them. The end. That's it. If you can use Fight, use that. That's the way to go, I guess. But Fight, you can't in America. doesn't work on that. So how do we get these pay-per-views? I watch them on Sling, on Sling TV, and you can watch them on your cable company. Nobody has that anymore. Oh. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, Well, anyway, after about four minutes, it it worked. Joe was... (laughs) tech supporting me through the whole really excuse me trying it was it was a nightmare on twitter because everybody it was nobody could get it to work right it had to be fixed internally and then once it was then yeah you just had to log in log out log in whatever and it worked so fortunately the buy-in match happened at the very end so i didn't miss it we and we got to see tony nice tag with mark uh smart mark sterling versus hook and dan housen uh, niece and Sterling come out in shiny silver and yellow or gold or whatever it was supposed to be. Uh, really comic, comic uh, looking outfits. Danhausen puts a curse on Niece and then also <laughs> Sterling. Sterling face plants immediately from the curse. Uh, Sterling suplexes Danhausen. What? Yeah. And then uh, Danhausen suplexes Niece. Oh. Uh, hook tags in and Niece runs away to tag, but Sterling also runs away. Everybody's afraid of Hook. Yes, they should Finally, Nice tags into Sterling, and Hook suplexes everyone. Danhausen begs to be tagged in, and the crowd <laughs> cheers for that. So uh, Hook does tag in Danhausen, and then Danhausen just covers Sterling with a boot wow. on his chest and a pose. One, two, three. Your winners are Hookhausen. Very fun. Wow. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Justin Roberts announces good old JR, and he comes out with his barbecue knife stabbed in his hands and sits down <laughs> at, the, at the booth. Um, MJF music plays. Is he going <gasps> to show up? And they teased yes, it. They did. They they waited yeah. and waited like he yeah. wasn't there. It was great. Right. <laughs> and he finally does. He he comes out. So he didn't get on the plane. He didn't skip town. He's here. Match number two. This is going to be Wardlow gets a contract or does he match? Uh, MJF versus Wardlow. MJF doesn't have anything to say as he walks by the camera. Uh, he gets in the ring and then he pantomimes an airplane. Like, oh my God, that was funny. <laughs> then he gives rude gestures to the crowd, so he's doing that stuff. Wardlow is now in a holding cell in the arena. So if you've <laughs> ever worked at one of these arenas, I have. There's a little jail cell back there where we put the drunks mm. and the belligerent <clears throat> until they can be whisked away to uh, somewhere else. Yes. That's where Wardlow is. Yeah. They let him out. They escort him to the ring. Uh, the crowd is chanting something at MJF, but I didn't catch it. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. I'm not sure. The crowd then sings Wardlow as he enters the arena here. The bell rings and MJF runs away. And MJF yells at the crowd. He stalls a lot. In the end, uh, he, when he gets back in the ring, then MJF he fails at a sunset flip attempt. <laughs> He bites Wardlow on the top of his head. He pokes <laughs> Wardlow in the eye. He fakes an injury. He tries to get the diamond ring out of his pants, but the referee sees him and just takes it from MJF. Yeah. And then, like a child, pats MJF on the back. Like, nice try, kid. Mm. MJF begs Wardlow and says he'll double Wardlow's pay. 
Wardlow says no. Then MJF says he'll quadruple Wardlow's oh. pay. And Wardlow says, oh, really? <laughs> he shakes MJF's hand. Yeah. But then here it is. He doesn't let him go. We get that sort of gimmick. Wardlow has a really funny smile on his face. The crowd laughs at that as they're looking at it on the screen there. And here we go. Powerbomb one, powerbomb two, <laughs> uh, facing the fans away from the hard cam. Yeah. Then powerbomb three is for the fans on the right side. <laughs> so he's powerbombing for all the fans. Number four, number five. Uh, Wardlow puts his foot on MJF's chest. And one, two, no, because Wardlow took his foot off the chest. Oh, no. Uh, powerbomb six. <laughs> powerbomb seven. Tony and Excalibur have lost count. Powerbomb eight. Powerbomb nine. And finally, Wardlow takes down the straps on his singlet. Or powerbomb 10. And in that last powerbomb, Wardlow got a nice <laughs> mouthful of MJF package. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we get a foot on his chest. One, two, three. Wardlow is fired. No, Wardlow is free. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> said. Said, yeah. yeah. This this crowd yeah. was just loving this yeah. match. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, was, this was fan this service was to the This was pure payoff. That's all this was. Yeah. yeah. After the match, they roll out a gurney for MJF. It is there neck- instantly. This is funny because they neck brace him, they strap him to the stretcher, and then they shove an oxygen mask upside down on his They give yeah. him weird eyes. oxygen. This was bizarre. <laughs> Providing oxygen to his eye holes yep. as they wheel him away. And that's probably the last we'll see of MJF for a long time. Yes. Now... Siobhan, do you have anything to say about this uh, MJF situation now? Anything else to add? No, because we don't really know anything else. Good. uh, uh, Tony Schiavone interviews Wardlow and says, you are now all elite. And then they put that graphic on the screen. Wardlow's happy and crying and the the crowd chants, you deserve it and all that stuff. So there we go. Good ending for that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we get a video package. And by the way, what a long burn that was to get to the end. Oh, my gosh. Two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Video package of the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. We get a really bad Elvis super kick party song. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny it's and great. stupid. I love it's it. It's funny, but it's just, it's done in the Viva Las Vegas, the yeah. song style uh, for the Young Bucks. Really good. And the Bucks come out in their Elvis gear and massive sideburns. Um, <laughs> we get Caprice Coleman as a guest commentator. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. And we get this is Delete versus Elite. And um, it's Young Bucks versus Hardys. Now, the two mats start off against each other, but Mac Jackson is definitely quicker, and he makes sure to tell Matt Hardy this fact. Uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy tried to do the Young Bucks pose, but Jeff is too drunk or on something. Wow. His boot was undone. I know his boot was undone, but he is just like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Something's not there. I'm not saying what it is, but something seems to be not there. The crowd starts chanting Brandon Cutler, and this drives Nick Jackson crazy. <laughs> he gets out of the ring, and he goes over to Brandon and just shoves him. Like, how dare you yep. get chanted? Um, the Bucks use all of their obnoxiousness to battle the Hardys. Uh, yeah, and Jeff is looking real clumsy. Yeah, his boot is is unsnapped and broken. Um, whisper in the wind onto Nick Jackson. Matt Hardy makes both Jacksons and Cutler eat all the delete turnbuckles because yeah. he's stalling for Jeff, I think. I'm not sure what's happening here. It's what it looks like. Uh, this is this is ruining the match. Um, this is not a great uh, Hardy's uh, uh, young This reminded match. me, and then you can hear Matt yell moves to Jeff. Yeah. And yeah. this reminds me of that one match at Madison Square Garden. 
was it Billy and Chuck? I can't remember. I know Rico was on the team, so it probably was Billy and Chuck and Rico against the Hardys. And I remember just Rico just screaming for Jeff, and Jeff wasn't in the spot. And I just, it's reminded me so much of that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt stalls a lot till at least Jeff's boot can get partially re snapped. Uh, and then Matt starts to get a little bit back on track after yeah. that. Uh, Jeff ducks a BTE trigger. And then the Bucks super kick both Jeff and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt says, I want a super kick party He's on his knees. And so the Bucks super kick both of them three or four more times each. Uh, Matt and Jeff get up and they spit in the Bucks' face. Yeah. I don't want Jeff spitting anywhere near me. <laughs> um, another super kick for each of them, but that only gets a two count. Uh, Brandon Cutler interferes. He moves the ring steps and turns them sideways. Okay. And then Matt Jackson puts Jeff Hardy on the steps and it looks like they're going to kill the Hardys, but it doesn't happen. The Hardys turn the tide and they put Matt Jackson on the steps. Jeff Hardy hits him with a swanton bomb on the steps. Oof, that looked painful. Yeah. Twist of fate to Nick. One, two, no, because he kicks out. Then we get a side effect and another twist of fate to Nick. Jeff climbs the ropes. Swanton bomb. One, two, three. Hardys win the match. What? I not, did not expect that. I didn't either. No. Um, so so my brain kept telling me that Rico was with Umaga. And it kept telling me that. And I was like, how is that possible? And I also in my brain didn't see Matt Hardy. But I thought, this can't be right. Yeah. You know what the match was hmm. that I was remembering? Hmm. What? Rico and three-minute warning against Jeff Hardy oh. and the Dudleys for some reason. Uh. And yeah. So... That was a match, but if anybody can watch the clip of that, Rico is screaming because Jeff is so out of it and he isn't at the right yeah. spot. It's really embarrassing. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Jeff Hardy jumps the railing and he exits through the crowd. Uh-oh, he's doing... Oh, wait, no. He's just doing a victory lap <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> he had me fooled for a minute there. He comes back into the ring to pose with Matt and Matt's bloody mouth. Yeah. Now... We get a Las Vegas video package with the acclaimed and the gun club. Hmm. And it's pretty funny. Billy Gunn finds them all passed out in their hotel room. (laughs) He takes the blanket from his own son. My own son. And he puts it on Max Caster. (laughs) And then he gives the passed out Bowen some scissoring with his his hands. So (laughs) So ridiculous. That was good stuff. Match number four. This is for the TBS championship. And it's Anna Jay versus Jade Cargill. Anna Jay doesn't have any uh, Dark Order friends. No. Uh, she's wearing her, her gear when she was like a magician's assistant. Or yeah, it's it weird. She's gone back in time. But she's still doing the Dark Order hand sign, so I'm confused. Uh, we learn again or reminded that Jade Cargill is 31 and 0, and Jade gets showgirls as part of her entrance. Okay. Yep. Uh, and, oh, she gets to use the Cody Rhodes elevator for her entrance, which she renames later on the Money Lift. <laughs> uh, so there it is. Now, uh, I'm glad they gave that to her. Uh, she yeah. deserves it, I think. Yeah, I do too. Her hair is green and pink tonight. So, mm-hmm. new yeah. style. And we see Kira Hogan and Red Velvet are in the baddies section. Yep. Um, there's a minor botch in this match, but they recover it and they redo the move. Uh, I'm not too mad about that. It looks like Anna might be hurt. Uh, she retreats to the corner. She's holding her mouth for the yeah, rest of the match. Yeah, that was a little weird. I wasn't it. sure what was going on there. Yeah. It got pretty lost. I don't know. 
Yeah. Jade goes to the top rope and Anna J suplexes her uh, from the second rope. And I just think, man, I want Anna J to be good, but she's just not. Um, I'm afraid she's going to hurt herself or somebody else uh, eventually. Um, outside the ring, she shoves Jade into the ring steps. And then the baddies interfere. Oh. But Anna uh, double DDTs both of them on the floor. Uh, and this gives Jade enough time to recover. Anna reverses Jade's finisher for a two count. And then out comes Smart Mark Sterling with his crutch. <laughs> Anna takes the crutch away from him and she uses it on Jade. And this gets a two count. And then Johnny Hungy comes out and he beats up Smart Mark Sterling and brainbustering him on the floor. Uh, Jade Cargill hits the Eye of the Storm, which is really a tour of the islands uh, on Anna. Anna Jay gets a, a counter using the, the Queen Slayer sleeper. And Jade gets to the ropes to break that up. Now, Anna climbs to the top rope and Jade follows. And wait, who's that coming out from the locker room? Oh, my God. It's it's Stokely Hathaway. Oh, my God. He's here. Bivens. Yes. Yeah. So good. And we learn later on that he was just signed today because his, his uh, WWE uh, contract expired yesterday. Wow. So that's why he's here. And uh, even later, Tony Khan said, I had no idea. I've never met him before today. Um, <laughs> so it was very, very sudden. And I give four cheers to this. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get the jaded avalanche from the top rope this time. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. And Jade retains the title, of course. That match was way overbooked. Yeah. Oh my Very much, God. Yeah. yeah. After the match, the baddies, they want to beat up Anna Jay, of course. But, oh, here comes Chris Statlander out for the save. Um, then we hear some music and we see on the screen the words Fallen Goddess. I knew who it was. <laughs> it's Athena. Yay. Yay. Uh, formerly known as Ember Moon. Uh, here she is. All the women are in the ring and they trash talk uh, for a bit. And then the baddies retreat. So did you expect Ember yeah. Moon to turn and be with the baddies? Uh, I did a little bit. I did. I thought so. I but thought I'm glad she didn't. At least not yet. Based on that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. I love I love Athena. I'm glad she's here. Yep. Now the lights go out, and that means it's time for House of Black. And wow, do they look awesome tonight. Mm-hmm. They do. They they're all great looking, and my God, this match. But go ahead. This is, uh, yeah, a match of the year candidate. I think this was fantastic. Oh, so good. And I'm glad that I didn't notice this before, but now they're calling these trios matches. Uh, I guess they have been doing it, but yeah, I just yeah they switch back and forth. Yep. I'm glad. I, I like trios, and especially if we're going to get a, a title. And titles are coming up. I just don't know when, right. but soon. Both these teams are freaking amazing. Uh, uh, Pac comes out wearing a mask that's half Penta and half Phoenix. Really cool. Uh, and I love this match, and it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> um, we get a stalemate between Phoenix and Malachi, so they sit cross-legged facing each other. I love that. And then I say, thank you, Vince, for being stupid and yep. not knowing how to use yeah. half of these guys. Yep. No kidding. Because they're great uh, here. Now we get them. Yeah. Now Penta and Buddy stalemate, and they get in each other's face. And then it's Pac versus Brody King, another stalemate. And then all six men are in the ring just punching it out, and the crowd is going freaking nuts. Did you mention the baby um, Penta Phoenix that came out at the beginning? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, baby yeah. Penta was out in, during the introduction. It was yep. awesome. Pretty yeah. good. Baby Penta. And this was it. the match where I was at the height, I think, of my drunkenness. And I thought, because yes. Buddy Matthews was wearing face paint, and I thought, wow, that guy looks just like Buddy Matthews with face paint. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <sighs> he was reverse injured. Yes, and he was. There. 
Mm-hmm. The, the margaritas were suiting you well. I loved watching the the, oh. the Twitter. It was good. Oh, it was bad. Um, yeah, I, I'm not calling all these moves. Watch this match. It was just great. Everything it. about it was great. Yeah, and and also let's get those trios championships now, please. Yeah, we need them. Um, everybody gets planches or dives or moon salts to the floor, and Brody uh, King is last. Just oh, he almost votes. kills himself. Yeah, yeah, almost. Um, but Death Trial, they still sell it like champs. So yeah. good job, Brainbuster from Pack to Malachi. Yeah, Buddy breaks up the pen. We get a Destroyer from Penta. I know I said I wasn't going to call the match all the moves, and I still <laughs> am doing it. It's fantastic. Um, how does it end? We get a ref distraction. Pack low blows Malachi. Was that a Falcon Arrow? I don't know. But the lights go out. Mm. I can't be good. The lights go back on, and Julia Hart is standing. I in the ring. could not Amazing. the whole match. I couldn't figure out. How is this going to end? This match makes no yeah. sense. Who's going to get pinned? And then I said, oh my God, it's Julie Hart. They're going to really pull Julie. the trigger on this finally. If you remember, the beginning of the story was um, Julie gets the mist in the face and Brian mm-hmm. Pillman wears a Venom shirt to explain what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's basically yeah. telling you this is the story without yeah. telling you it's a story. And they've dragged this out forever. And mm-hmm. sure enough, there's Julia. And not dragged it out in yep. a bad way because no. it's been like months no. without them saying cooking. anything too. Yeah. 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 He, uh, she spits the mist perfect. into Pac's eyes. It was just perfect. Malachi uh, does the Malachi kick. I don't know what it's called, but it's the Malachi. It used to be I the think black. It used Malachi to be the black mass and now it's the blackout, I think. Blackout. Okay. Yeah. Either way, it works. She, uh, he covers Pac. One, two, three. House of Black wins with yep. Julia Hart as... And no eye patch and her eyes totally infected just like Malachi's. This is amazing. Yep. It's yeah, it has spread into her brain. It's finally converted her. Now she's House of Black. So good. Life. Love it. (laughs) Very good. Oh, that was I needed a drink and a smoke after that, even though I don't smoke. (laughs) That was a treat. That match was just just wow. Yeah. That's the reason I watched this. Now we get a video package for the, the men's final in the Owen Hart tournament. And here it is, match number six of the night. This is the men's Owen Hart tournament final, Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Uh, They come out, and there's a table on the stage. I didn't see it right away, but then it showed a closer up. It's got a trophy on it and two title belts in bags. One bag is pink and one is black. Yep. Um, We learned that the titles won't be defended. They're just gifts to whoever wins. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike Kyoto is the referee. Hello there, Kyoto. Good job. And Adam Cole is dressed in lots of pink tonight. Hmm. I wonder what that means. <laughs> I know. The crowd chants Owen a whole bunch of times, and I like that. Uh, and then the match starts. Joe dominates early. Uh, it goes out to the floor. Uh, and then Adam slams Joe's hurt left arm into the post. We get a really sick-looking clothesline from Joe to Adam Cole. Adam puts the cross-faced chicken wing onto Joe, and Joe breaks that up by getting to the ropes. Um. And then, oh, there was kind of a little botch here. Joe power bombs Adam. He puts Adam in the STF. <laughs> and Adam's supposed to get to the ropes, but he can't reach it. So he tells Joe and the ref, I can't get there. Yeah, I can't I get there. <laughs> yeah. So Joe kind of scooches towards the ropes a little bit yeah. and helps Adam. Get to him. So I, I was bummed that we heard that part, but it was mm-hmm. also funny. Uh, and then, oh, of course, interference. Here comes Bobby Fish. Oh, why did yeah. we have interference in the final match in the Owen? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that sucks. We don't need that. We don't need that. He needs a paycheck, I guess. So that's why he's here. Oh, but, boo. Uh, Joe puts Cole in a sleeper and then punches fish in the fish face. 
Um, and then Adam Cole does four or five super kicks and then the boom and that's it. One, two, three, Adam Cole just wins. Um, he's your first Owen Hart tournament champion uh, champion. And uh, it was cheap because of uh, interference. So I didn't uh, like it. Yeah. No match was was good until the end. I don't mind him winning, but don't. Yeah. I I was kind of sad by that. Yeah. Don't give me the, the hijinks. Oh, well, I don't need that. That's fine. Now we get a, a promotional video for Forbidden Door. So I'm more excited than the world will ever know about yeah. that. Um, especially because we do all the New Japan stuff and, yep. and that's my wheelhouse now. It'd be really good. Then we get a video package now this time for the women's final. In the for Ohio some reason, tournament. I didn't think these matches would be back to back, but here they are. Yeah, because I guess they're going to do that in the, the presentation of the trophy after. Yep. My only wish is please, Ruby, don't have a garbage match tonight. Please. I know. So here it is. Match number seven, women's Owen Hart tournament final. Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker, DMD. Um, a dude with an electric guitar. Uh, <laughs> it's Fozzie Man. The, yeah, he, he's like punching the inside of my monitor with his guitar. He's like stabbing at me. Don't do that. I'm just trying to watch the show, dude. Mm. I can hear you. You don't have to attack me. Uh, Britt Baker comes out and he's playing... Her theme music, it's the Fozzie guy, yeah. Yeah. Britt's wearing pink and black tonight. Oh, no. What does that mean? <laughs> um, are we going to have husband and wife winners? Maybe. I don't think they're married, are they? No. Whatever. Said that. We're going to have sure. whatever, yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, and then a curtain raises on stage. Wow, it's rancid on this stage. This is good. That this was, was really, awesome. really cool. With their lead singer, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And they're with their lead singer, I mean, they're very old, but that's, I mean, of course yeah, they're old. Of course they are. No, it's awesome. It's great. It is awesome. And later on, if, if you saw the tweet from Ruby, she was just like, this was my my life's dream come oh, true. Oh, yeah. These guys. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a really cool tweet. So they play the Ruby Soho song, and Ruby's vest says, it's a time for a change. So good job, Ruby. This match starts a little slow, and Britt retreats to the floor. Ruby does a shotgun drop kick to her on the floor and, and suplexes her. They get back in the ring. Britt just punches her a bunch of times like we're on a picture-in-picture picture break. And I'm like, this isn't dynamite. Uh, wrestle. Yeah, it's, it's. I was getting a little worried just, with the rest holds. Yeah. And they, they're uh, starting to lose the crowd there, too. Yeah, yeah. It's just punch, punch, punch. Uh, we get a suplex from Ruby to Britt. More punch, punch, punch. They fall down. Uh, Ruby does a Saito suplex, which was nice. I like that. That was um, good. Finally, Ruby does yep. a suplex, and I'm super happy. So, good. Yes, let's do it. Ruby goes to the top rope, and she hits a senton bomb. All right. One, two, no. Britt kicks out from that. And now Britt puts on her glove. And I'm like, uh-oh, that's, I don't want that. She tries for the lockjaw, but Ruby just kind of leans over and gets oh, almost a pin. It's only a two count. Uh, a, a no future kick from Ruby lands and then a sharpshooter, but she Whoa, can't put on a sharpshooter. sharpshooter. She's like, how do I do this? I probably should have practiced. <laughs> it was an Maybe embarrassment to the Hart family. I was sad. Aww. It really she was. Falls down to a, she maintains the hold, but she's basically on her knee trying to do like it. Junk. So there's really yeah, no it's leverage. It's very sad. And the it's, crowd knows it. Ruth's selling it though. They're, they're doing their best to try. <laughs> they are trying. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's not Ruby's move. Um, clearly, um, but they move on from it. We get a victory roll by Ruby for a two count. And then Britt just leans backwards during that. And one, two, three. Ooh, I didn't like that. And end. Wins. That didn't like it. Ending. It was the two. But we've so learned. The people that. All you have to. Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, the people I thought would win the tournaments won the tournaments, but I didn't think it would be Adam Cole by cheating and Britt yeah. Baker by roll-up. That's really, yeah. like, weak to me. It's like, you know, it's anticlimactic. We didn't get any, you know, big pop moment here. It was just like, yeah. oh, it's over? It's over. Okay, yeah. I guess it's over. But next year, we've learned if you wear pink and black, you're going to win. So <laughs> I guess so. do that. And poor Ruby, will you ever win? I don't know. One day. They shake hands, even though the match wasn't that great. So now we go back to the stage, and we're going to present the trophies to Adam Cole and Britt Baker. They kiss. Isn't it just one trophy? And that's the thing. It's well, one trophy. One trophy, two titles. They're supposed to share. So what if yeah. it was won by, you know. Two people who lived in different households. And who was yeah. it? Was it was it Lance Storm? Online? Somebody was trying to argue with about the Stanley. Oh, no. He was arguing what I was arguing. And then fans were saying, look at the Stanley Cup. People share. Yeah, they share it from year to year, not that on the same yeah. day. Two teams right. don't win it on the same day, and then they have to share but it. But the team, mem- yeah. But I think they were saying like the team members, but they don't but get to take it matter. home. You don't take it to your house. Yeah. I don't think they get to take the cup home. They get the belts to take home, and then the cup stays. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Stupid. It's very confusing. Doesn't matter. Um, they kiss. And Tony can't watch because his girlfriend, wannabe Brit, is kissing another man. It's really um, creepy when you think about it, though. Aww. Yeah, it is. It, it is. You know it is. Well, I mean, it's Tony. It that's a horror movie right there. <laughs> he's just a man. Tony's he's, just he's waiting for Adam Cole to die. Hey, you don't know it. that. It's more like an uncle-niece but, kind of situation. Yes. Okay. Oh, uncle and niece? Okay. Ah! <laughs> Tony introduces Dr. Martha Hart, and a woman in the crowd is crying. I couldn't and believe how great this was because oh my gosh, I thought she, you're comparing it to Dana Warrior, and that's exactly all I could think yeah. of was Dana Warrior. So I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. she's going to get up there and not know what she's doing. This is going to be horrible. But she's a doctor, you see, and she knows doctor. how to speak. And she, all I could think of was how WWE has wronged her for two decades. Yeah. And then all I could think yeah. of was, oh my god. She's getting it up there, and she's going to get cheered. And if this was in WWE, she wouldn't get the. This is. I felt bad for her, and I felt like she finally got like vindication. Yes, after so yeah. long. So I felt really yeah. bad for her, and then I was happy. And, and she didn't go up there and like speak about fairy tales and stuff. Oh my god! And the nights, the WWE superstars. Are like the knights of the round table. Let me explain for an hour. Instead, was, you got a woman who had to like defend her her dissertation. Yes. Who went up there and spoke very intelligently. Yes. Yeah, that's good. And she dressed know, like she was getting Cohen. married. But I don't know what that was. And then she's like, "I wear this weird hat." Next year, we all wear weird hats on Weird Hat Day. Owen Hart <laughs> yes. tournament is Weird Hat Day. What? I think that's just giddiness. That's just giddiness that yeah, came that out. That was so I weird. I can yeah. forget that. I yeah. love it. Tony Khan escorted her out to the stage at her request. We find out later. Yeah. He didn't want to do it, but she, you know, kind of talked him into it. Um, yeah. She can celebrate. She's, she says now she can finally celebrate Owen in the ring. So that was good to hear. Aww. Yeah. She thanks a million different people. Mm. She congratulates Adam Cole and Britt Baker, but I don't think she knows their names. No, um, she's kind of like, you're good says, and you're good. Yeah. You too. You too. Uh, over here, over here, whip it will, and gives them their belts. So we're going to do this next year. She wants everyone to wear the goofy hat. She gives the black bag and gives it to Adam Cole. We were hoping that he'd get the pink Me one. Too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. 
the pink bag goes to Brit, but the belts look identical, so that's fine. It didn't even matter, um, it seems. Yeah. I don't think yeah. the belts were identical, though. No? I think I that think one his had, had more black had, and hers had yeah, more pink, yes. but not... Okay. But they were largely similar. They were very close. It wasn't like, obviously, this is the man belt, this is the woman belt. Right. Hers had a vagina on it. Yep, that was it. <laughs> right. Like the uh, the the woman cup that we got from mm-hmm. that one right. battle royal, and his just thing. refuses to ask for directions. That was it. There it is. Good. So I think they're going to engrave names on this cup, and it's just going to. You know, I saw the names engraved on there already, so that was a that was bad. No, I'm just kidding. Oops. <laughs> I was not. They right. had two cups, and one was uh, thrown away. Yes. Okay, here we go. Match number eight. This is going to be a match that doesn't belong here. It's a mixed trios tag team match. It's Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Dam. A lot of pages. And Paige Van, Van Dam. Dam. <laughs> Is that RVD's Adam sister? Adam Page and yes. uh, Michael Venom Page. Wait, no, that's in yes. uh, Bellator. Never mind. Uh, Sammy Guevara and Frankie Kazarian and Ty Conti hmm. are going to be their opponents. So this is the poo break match, if I've ever seen one. Um, yeah, now, I mean, it's Sammy- all just... It's all nonsense. Yeah. Sammy and Ty get to ride up on the elevator now. So I'm mad because that should now be Jade's elevator. Right. Don't you but dare now they're sharing it. the elevator. They're dressed up kind of gothy. I didn't know if they were going for something. Maleficent. Mal- Mal- Maleficent. Maleficent and, yeah. other, and other and, and guy from that same movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a Disney okay. thing. It's a Disney thing. I, I played Disney Tsum Tsum and that's the only way I know. Okay. Um, okay. So. They play some tonsil hockey on the ramp, and that's yeah. wonderful. They're wearing the BMF and UFC title belts that they stole mm-hmm. from American Top Team on Friday, so nobody jail. has arrested them yeah. for that yet. Mm-hmm. During the match, Sammy does a lot of showboating, and Frankie doesn't like that. No. Frankie cannot relax. Uh, Sammy uh, does a double springboard cutter from the top rope to Scorpio. Really nice. Let me get a rep distraction. And we get a double team from Sammy and Jay, or Sammy and Tay to Scorpio. And Ty as um, well. Ty. Tay. <laughs> Frankie wants to tag out, but Sammy and, and Ty are too busy on the floor kissing and oh, doing other things. So uh, and then Sammy finally tags in, but it's during Frankie having a Scorpio in a submission hold. Yeah. So what's going on here? Frankie's getting angry. And if you've ever watched Frankie you know, over the years, he's not a guy of great patience. No. Um, uh, Paige tags in. This is Paige Van Zant, which means that Ty has to tag in. And I think mixed max, uh, mixed tag matches are. Wait, stupid. so they have Adam Page, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant. Yeah. Well, not in the same match, but two of the. Well, three, I yes. know not in the same match, but yes, yeah, but they got all the pages, mm-hmm. and then a couple of cages, hmm. and it's just a mess. Now. Page uh, does one move. It's a Michinoku driver to Ty Conti. Uh, but uh, Ty no-sells it. It just gets up and starts ki- kicking Page a lot. Mm. Uh, Ty hits a face buster. And then Sammy comes in to make out with her some more. And this is just getting silly. But she uh, can't breathe. And he's trying yeah. to kiss her face off. Yeah. And yeah. she's she's, she's trying clearly to having a problem. Yeah. She looks super annoyed that he's not getting the hint. Yes. If you're sweating to the oldies, it's not the best time to do uh, no. a makeout session. Well, um, what happens here? Oh, Frankie is finally, he's, he's had enough. 
he forces Ty to tag into him. He reaches over and tags her. And then Frankie comes in and clears house. And now Ty is angry. And then Sammy is has to be angry because Ty is angry. And Sammy tries to kick Frankie. Frankie ducks and just uh, uh, Sammy super kicks Ty instead. So, uh-oh, that's not good. This is a mess. TKO from Scorpio to Frankie. One, two, three. Yeah. And so now Sammy and Fra- and they changed the rule now. They've said now Sammy and Frankie can never challenge Scorpio for the TNT. Yeah, I think title. that that's what it was always meant to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, they just didn't clarify. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And you know later on, I think Ty tweeted that Sammy will be on the couch tonight or something. It's dumb. Mm. After Whatever. JR said that on commentary. Right, and that's fine. And you have to mention that Paige Van Zandt actually could wrestle. Yeah. She wasn't the worst. It was not embarrassing at all. Yeah, she was fine. So, yeah, I did not. I did not see any problems. There weren't any problems. Nope. Um. All right, match number nine. Another match that shouldn't be here, but it is. It's Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen in yeah. the "Ouch, you hurt my mentor" match. Yep. This could have been on Dynamite, but we have to have filler matches. Um. And now the story. One of the stories behind this is. Tony Khan is obsessed with numbers, you see. He wants buy rates, and there was an NBA playoff game tonight. Correct. And he could have had this event on Saturday, but he knew that there was a greater chance of an NBA game on Saturday versus Sunday, so he went with Sunday instead. Correct. And if you watch the the media scrum afterwards, yeah. he's got percentages. He's like 28, 28.1%. There would be he's a match a tonight guy. or a game tonight. So it's just really bizarre. So – to prepare for that, he put in a bunch of extra matches so that the main event would start after the NBA game Correct. was over. Um, and I'm wondering, who buys a pay-per-view at the end of the pay-per-view? I don't know, but he thinks somebody does, and that's weird. I don't think that that's, yeah, that's real. That's bizarre to me. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have some matches like that, and this is one of them. Uh, Dar- Darby looks really angry because Kyle injured Sting, so Darby wants to hurt him bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he attacks Kyle, and then Kyle knees uh, knees Darby in the mouth really hard. Darby's bleeding instantly from that. Yeah. Um, Darby does use the code red for a two count, and uh, they fight, fight, fight. And how does this end? Let's just get to the end. Punch, punch, punch. Uh, we get a couple of uh, penalty kicks um, from Kyle, a diving knee drop, and one, two, three, Kyle O'Reilly wins this match. Whoa, and Ooh. I... Didn't expect that, and also um, the match was way better than I thought it would be. Not that I thought it would be a bad match, because I thought it was just going to be nothing, but it was pretty good. And there was one spot in the match where Darby flew through the ropes, and I think he died. He, like, spun like yeah. the top and just went yeah. flying. And It was like he tripped on his way. He was trying yep. to do a dive through, and he, like, tripped and spiked his head, yeah. shoulder on the and ground. And I, I hope people are paying attention to these little things he does, because... One of these times, that's yeah. going to be him dying or yeah. severely that's hurting himself. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of these times, yeah, I'm afraid he's going to be in a wheelchair, and that's yep. not what I want. Yep. I don't really care for him that much outside of wrestling. I don't think he's a great guy, but I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So weird. Kyle O'Reilly wins. I didn't mm-hmm. understand that, but there they've is. been pushing him like crazy though. So ever since he showed up in AEW, yeah. he's been very yeah. protected. So he he rarely loses. Now we get a video package of Thunder Rosa and Serena Deep. And so we're going to have this match number 10, 
This is the AEW Women's World Championship match. Um, I was getting my laundry out of the dryer, so I didn't see the entrances. Um, but uh, Thunder Rosa has some really cool Day of the oh, Dead ring gear. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I loved it. And I also love this match. Now, and her her it, ring gear was a tribute to Uvalde. Um, yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, the this the recent school shooting. And from what I understand from someone on Twitter, her um, gear was being auctioned off afterward, and with the proceeds to benefit the victims' families. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Good on you, Thunder Rosa. Yep. Good on you. I, I love that. Um. I absolutely love this match. If you look online, there's people it was, that just hated it. It was really I, good, and I thought I was worried about this match more than any other match on the card, and it turned out to be very, very good. Mm-hmm. We get lots of unique moves. There was a pendulum submission move in there. How often do we see that? Rarely. Yeah. See that right yeah. yeah. And they did it right. And yeah. the crowd is chanting, this is wrestling. Yep, and they sure right, did. It is. This is what we've been missing in the women's divisions from every promotion that I watch. It's very uh, good. I want more of this. Um, Thunder Rosa does a double stomp to Serena's back from the sep- second rope. Mm. Uh, we get a Death Valley driver by Thunder Rosa for a two count. Uh, Serena puts on a figure four leg lock. Um, and while the leg lock is applied, they slap each other silly. Um, they, with the leg lock still applied, they roll out to the floor. Oh, my um, God. You could break great. your ankle. Yeah, they did. Right. Uh, Serena hits the detox in the ring. Uh, Rosa gets her foot on the rope to break up a pen. We get a power bomb from Serena, a clover leaf by Serena. Rosa gets to the ropes to break that up. And then here, here goes the ending. Um, Deeb goes up on the top rope, um, but Rosa gets there to her and superplexes her. And then we get the thunder driver and one, two, three thunder. Rosa retains the title. Very outstanding. Very good match. I made the mistake of reading uh, people's comments online. <laughs> I should never do that. No, but there were some bother. people saying this was the most botchiest match. Oh God, no. I'm like, no, no, no. It wasn't perfect, but about? it was it. And even did Jr. say it? Something like, they're, "I don't want to say it's sloppy, but they're they're getting sloppy, but they're 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 they've already they're so tired or something." Yeah. But the point is, yeah, yeah they were fighting, and the wrestling it's moves were fatigue. awesome. Fatigue. You don't. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you but, can't sign your name perfectly after you've run a marathon. I, mean, I was just so worried that the crowd wouldn't be into this, and they were, and I love it. Yeah, so. I loved it. Everything Good. about it. it was great. Okay. Oh, Justin Roberts gets the line of the night. Oh, <laughs> funny. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, the poop is about to hit the fan. It's awesome. It's so good. But he doesn't say poop. He says a Craig word, and that yeah. was, <laughs> it made everybody laugh. All right, match number 11. This is Anarchy in the Arena match. Um, and it's Jericho Appreciation Society versus Mox, Santana, Ortiz, Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Jericho and his buddies are dressed like a boy band in white. I Here, thought they were just all dressed like Daniel Garcia. Ah! Oh, yeah, it was kind of like a Daniel Garcia yeah, fashion. Yeah. Yeah, it's all white. It's pure sports entertainment fashion. They're doing great. <clears throat> It's a pay-per-view, so they let the crowd sing Judas. Uh, I appreciate that. And then Moxley and Pals, they all come down from the concourse, uh, each from a different aisle, shield style. And uh, Jericho Appreciation Society just says, let's go. And they run out of the ring and attack them. And boy, (laughs) this match is nuts. 
Uh, I it's built Envy, whoever was the switcher back in the truck. Yep, because, because you, how do you know where to go? <laughs> it was how like do you they know had their what eyes to press? just started pushing buttons, yep. switching cameras back and forth, and just hopefully getting lucky along yeah. the way. <laughs> Uh, the great part of the, one of the great parts of this is Moxley's music, uh, Wild Thing. It just keeps playing this like is, the old New Jack matches. Exactly. This is ECW Gangsters. This is amazing. Yeah. And so that's playing the whole time. Uh, the, the, the song ends and it fades out. And then a repeat, the yep. repeat function kicks going. in and it starts again. And the crowd goes nuts for that. <laughs> they loved it. Um, Jericho's trying to run away and Mox catches up to him. Um, Jericho finds some sunglasses that he found on the floor and he stabs Moxley with it. Now Moxley's bleeding. <laughs> Matt Menard is a bloody mess. I don't oh, know. Oh, he was bad. Wow. Yeah. He was like unrecognizable. And most of this, we don't see when it happens because like you said, no. you can't, you're switching between five different scenarios. So yeah, how would you ever know <laughs> what's going to happen? Every gimmick you can ever think of in wrestling is probably used here. Um, yeah. We even get Jericho trying to drive away on a, a like a little handicap scooter uh-huh. type thing. Um, now Mox is bleeding. Uh, oh, and then Jericho's he he's walking towards the sound area and he finds the hard drive, the media player, yep. and smashes it. And then the song stops. <laughs> oh, and I was it was at the perfect time because it was getting old at that it was, point. Yeah, yeah. It was, you couldn't do that uh, the whole match because this match was way longer than I thought. Yeah, because Sling had crashed for us at one point in the middle of it all. I'm like, oh, thank God. But yes. I was just sick of the music yeah. already. It was yeah, it was funny. But you know, it's like Jericho, the the curmudgeon. I hate this song uh-huh. and smashing it. And the, yeah, it's awesome. I loved that. That was just a, a great touch to the match. Um, Brian and uh, Cool Hand uh, Ange Ange, uh, they go up the Ange aisle. like Angelo. Yeah, it's Angelo. Angelo. By the way, they say Cool Hand Ange like five times in this match, yes. and up until. Tonight or till the pay per view, I thought Joe was making up that name. Oh, I, it was real. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. real. And Matt Menard, what's his name? His, um, Daddy Magic. Uh, Daddy Magic. That's yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, Ortiz and Santana. They put Jake uh, Hager through some tables, so we have some <sighs> tables. Moxley uses the camera arm to smash Jericho, sort of. Sure. Um, Menard is even covered in warm blood and now they're out of the concession stand so now jericho or somebody spews mustard all over him so he's blood and mustard that's awesome um daniel garcia pile drives ortiz on the steel steps ouch yeah um brian smashes angelo's face into a camera lens the merch table gets destroyed by eddie and matt menard just like completely destroyed that merch table um (laughs) moxley finds a, a full cooler filled with water bottles and he chucks it at Jericho's head. Yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia drags Eddie Kingston out to the escalators with a uh, belt wrapped around Eddie's neck. Yeah. Yikes. Um, that was scary. That was scary looking. It reminded and me of as um, Daniel Bryan choking out Justin yeah. Roberts back in NXT. As destroyed yes. as everyone is and as bloody as everyone is, Daniel Garcia goes through this whole thing with like not a <laughs> drop of blood on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's so slick. He just avoided all of that. Um, uh, walls of Jericho to Mox on the table, and then the table breaks while he's it, in the hole. It was. It good. broke at the perfect time. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a figure four uh, to Jericho on the floor. Um, now Daniel Bryan is bleeding. Moxley is unscrewing the turnbuckle on the ring. 
now Kingston is a bloody mess oh on the concourse. Um, Eddie and Garcia are in a freight elevator. <laughs> can't tell what's going on two, anymore. Two tables are set up somewhere. <laughs> Santana Ortiz are there with uh, Menard and Angelo, and they get a really tall ladder. Um, then Moxley finds some barbed wire attached to a board under the ring. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. Now Santana and Ortiz jump off the ladder and kill Menard and Cool Hand oh and so we won't see them again. Now, oh, here we go. We needed a fire extinguisher spot, so there it is. Jericho shoots Moxley in the face with it. Are there any gimmicks they've forgotten? I think, oh, no. I guess we There was have no actual teams. kitchen sink. And there was no drowning yeah. like the last, uh, yeah. like a few, um, a few oh, right, matches yeah. ago. In the yeah. pool area. Yeah. Yes. Moxley, I see him put a spike in his pocket. <laughs> What's that going to be? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Um, so now it's Jericho, Hager, Mox, and Brian. They're punching it out in the ring. Okay, we're getting towards the end here. Maybe. Um, we get some hammer and, and anvil elbows to Jake and Jericho. LaBelle locks and, and bulldog chokes. Oh, no. Now here comes a very, very bloody Eddie Kingston. Here's a gimmick we forgot. It's a oh can of gasoline. God. Oh, I'm glad they Why didn't not? do that. Oh and the my images. God. The, the still shots of this, of him oh just... Boy bloody head to toe carrying so this gas can in the ring yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It looked like a, a war scene. I mean, that was horrible. Um, he enters the ring. He pours the gasoline all over Jericho oh. and Danielson is like, no, we're not doing this. So no. he starts fighting. They, they fight again. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now it's Brian and Eddie fighting. Uh, Jericho grabs a chair and he, um, uh, Jake throws Moxley into the barbed wire. So now Moxley's out of it. Jericho hits the Judas effect to Eddie and then Jericho clocks Brian Danielson with the unscrewed turnbuckle. I forgot. Yeah. The ropes are totally down now. Yeah. Um, Brian kicks out at two somehow. Uh, Jake and Jericho double team Brian and he fights out of it until Jericho brings in a chair, but Brian kicks that chair into Jericho's face. The ref finally frees Mox from the barbed wire uh, there was a ref. I didn't even know. Uh, Brian kicks the crap out of Jericho and he says he's going to kick Jericho's effing head in yeah. for all of us to hear. Really loud, uh, but he never gets but, to. You know, it's in the heat of the moment. You can let it go, I guess. Jake hits Brian with a baseball bat. Ouch. And we get a walls of Jericho to Brian. Jake takes the ring ropes, strangles him around Brian's oh, neck. Scary. Until Brian just passes out. And oh, Audrey my God. Calls for the bell. Yeah, that's so, nuts. Wow. Great. so match. Just great. Just everything match. It was just. Yeah. This was ECW just. <laughs> ECW in, in the modern time and just done so much better. Yeah. 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 Whew. Yeah. Justin Roberts was right. That poop did hit the fan. on. Oh, that yeah. It did. And he was right. And then the match was great. Yeah. So Better now than clean when the poop up. hits so the Play-Doh factory. That, we're gonna... Ew. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Play-Doh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let's clean up all the arena. And while they're doing that, let's go to a video package with Andrade. He says he hates the name AFR. AFO. AFO. At oh, yeah. Andrade Family, Family Office. Office. Yes. Yeah. He's got a contract for a new business partner <gasps> who happens to be one of the best wrestlers in the world. <gasps> and here he comes. Look who it is. It's Roosh. Oh, my God. It's Roosh. Yeah. We, I haven't seen him since uh, the, our triple mania, that, yep. I think. Uh, they do the Ingo Bernabe's fist bump, Love which it. I like to see here. Um, so, man, 
there's an opportunity for open for the forbidden door if we can get there. Oh yes. Oh my God! So now, what do we got? We got Andrade and Roosh against Shingo and Naito. Can we do that? No, oh, Naito's Naito's no, out injured, with his yeah. uh, eye Naito's, surgery and stuff. Yeah. So and Shingo Sonata's injured. And uh, yeah, Sonata's injured. Hiromu. Hiromu or oh. Bushi. But yeah, th- yes, please. Let's just get any of these combinations. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's. I, I would even like to see them. They're all in Gobernables together. I would right? even like to see two those two team with two and gobernables yeah. against two guys from chaos that are in um new yeah. japan and two guys that are in yeah. chaos from from aw we could do that too yeah. there's unlimited possibilities it. here so i love it i'm yep. excited mm-hmm. all right let's move on here wow we got two more matches i think yep um video, uh, so now backstage interview with dan lambert scorpio and ethan they say they're finally done with sammy and Scorpio wants to know who is the next person to challenge the TNT title. And here he is. He comes in from the right. The answer is Dante Martin. That's good. I didn't expect him. So yeah. I'll nope. take it. Scorpio tells him he's not ready. And Scorpio is just great. I love Scorpio. Um, on the microphone, in the ring, he's the total package to He's me. good. In, in, a, in a better than Lex Luger way. <laughs> Match number 12. Wow, 12? Really? Yep, 12. This is the AEW Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Match. Yep. So, your challengers are Hobbs and Ricky Starks, and then Swerve and Keith Lee, and your champions are Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Here it goes. Starks gives Swerve a stiff knee in the junk, and so Swerve (laughs) has to stop for a bit at the beginning of this match. Like, okay, hey, time out, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And then uh, we quickly get some tags, so... It's Keith Lee versus Hobbs to face off, which I'd like to see. Keith Lee looks really large next to all these other men, <laughs> but he can still move just like yeah, the other men. Yeah, very, men, very great. great. Um, he catches Jungle Boy and just power bombs him on top of Luchasaurus, not once, but twice. Yikes. <laughs> without letting go. It's great. Um, Starks gets up on the top rope again and starts showboating. <laughs> you know how that's going to end, right? Jungle Boy kicks the rope and Starks <laughs> crotches himself on it. Now it's Swerve versus Hobbs. Swerve clears um, Luchasaurus out, and Starks sort of botches, lands on his head on the floor there. It didn't look great. Uh, he didn't die, so thankfully for that. And did you hear um, Keith Lee when he was on the apron? Um, I bet you no, did. What did he say? Oh, my God. He did the Caprice Coleman. Did he really? Yes, he yeah, did. Awesome. He absolutely did. I missed it. We That's never great. got to hear Caprice yeah, we do it, Swerve. but we got to hear Keith Lee do it. Yeah, we get Swerve. He does a moonsault, but off of Keith Lee's chest. Yeah, yeah, great. that's when he, he does it. Yep. Yeah, that's when he does it. Okay, yeah, yeah. right Keith before Lee that. Was standing yep. up. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he was laying down. He was standing up, yeah. and Swerve moonsaults off his chest onto mm-hmm. everybody down below. I'll tag you in it on Twitter because um, I found it earlier. Oh, good, good. Because it's it's um, great. Now we get the three big guys in the ring. And they That's fun. Off, so yeah. That was a good moment. Uh, Keith and uh, Hobbs, joke, uh, both the uh, chokeslam, uh, Luchasaurus, I believe, and then they duke it out. Yep. Keith throws Hobbs over the ropes, and then Keith Lee dives over the top rope onto everybody. Oh, uh, that's scary. Yeah. Better than the Brody King one. Though. It was. He cleared it. Barely. 
Starks tries to pin Jungle Boy, but his feet are on the ropes. And Christian interferes and throws Starks' feet off good. the ropes. So good. We don't want that. Then Hobbs gets angry and slams Christian into the steps. Uh, Jungle Boy dives onto Hobbs. We get a Rochambeau to Jungle Boy, but uh, Luchasaurus breaks up the pin. Then Luchasaurus accidentally kicks Jungle Boy. Uh-oh. Oh, no. A big swerve stomp. Oh, no. Man, about to be a pin. Oh, but Hobbs breaks up the pin on Jungle Boy. Okay. Uh, Ricky Starks gets the title belt, and he knocks out Keith Lee with it. Oh, no. Uh, Luchasaurus does a backflip onto Swerve into a powerbomb by Jungle Boy. Uh, one, two, three. And the champs retain. So, yeah. I expected wow. that, but wow, what a crazy awesome match. It was great. Yeah. And Ricky Starks I mean, is one that, in the beginning... Of my time watching AEW, which is the beginning of AEW, I, di- I didn't care for him at all, but I really, really like He's him. He's so now. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's good in his in his obnoxious yeah. showboating and mm-hmm. posing and all that He's stuff. He's very Just funny, like too. Overselling every. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Last match of the night. It's match number 13. This is oh the God. AEW World Heavyweight Championship yeah. match. CM Punk is challenging Hangman Adam Page. This would be Paige's seventh title defense. And so at the beginning, <sighs> they kiss. They smash their faces They do into kiss, each other. but as soon as they mm-hmm. say about the seventh de- defense and all that, and then as soon as Excalibur starts naming all the people that he's yeah. defended against and then says how many days he's had the title, yeah. you know what that means. Yeah. And it kind of told me the finish right there. Yeah. He's uh, designing the plaque or whatever it is to put sure is. on uh, Paige's mantle. Yeah. Yep. I wish they wouldn't do too much of that. Mm-hmm. We get punches and chops and kicks and punch. Uh, punk body slams Hangman three times. Just like, I can do this. One, that two, was, three. it was a body slam symphony. Yeah. Yep. Hangman with a pescado over the ropes into Punk on the floor. Uh, he slams Punk into the barrier and grinds his face on the steps. So yeah. uh, Hangman's fighting dirty a little bit. Back in the ring, we get uh, a rolling elbow by Page. Uh, that knocks Punk flat on the ground. And then Hangman's getting ready for the buckshot. But Hunk sprint or Punk. Punk, <laughs> Punk sprints toward him and, and knocks Paige out to the ring barrier. Now they go out outside the ring and Hangman power bombs Punk onto the edge of the apron. Ouch. Um, and uh, he's on the top rope. He stumbles a little bit on the top rope. Yeah. And we get a superplex from Punk to Paige. A neckbreaker from Punk gets a two count. Um, more fighting, more fighting. Hangman actually does hit the GTS onto Punk. Um, and we get a one, two, no Punk kicks out of yeah, it because of course. It's, it's not Hangman's finisher outside the ring again. Hangman throws Punk over the timekeeper's table and Paige grabs the title belt. Oh, says, no. this is my belt. <laughs> uh, the referee grabs it from him. And the referee puts the belt in the ring. So I'm thinking, uh oh, mm, shenanigans. Why? You don't put the belt in the ring, referee. That was weird. Come on. What are you, Marty Asami? You're the worst ref ever. <laughs> yes. Punk uh, gets Paige in position for the GTS, um, but there's some spinning that happens, and we get like a foot hitting the ref, knocking the ref down. So, uh, ref bump. Paige <sighs> knocks Punk down, and then Paige goes and gets the title belt. And he's like, All right, Punk, stand up. I'm going to smack you with this. But now. Paige is having qualms about this. He's not sure what to do. Uh, ethics are kicking in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But he decides against it, 
the crowd is kind of booing, don't do it, you know. So he throws the belt down, and instead he goes for the buckshot. But this has taken way too long. Yeah. Punk has recovered. He reverses it and hits the GTS. One, two, three. New champion, CM Punk. Yep. <sighs> we knew it. Great match. In the Great story. Story's awesome. And yeah. wow. And more long-term story. Well, not long, super long-term, but... Um, but yeah, I'm just hangman. Really? This could be term for hangman because he, he always kind of goes back and forth between, but this could be his, why do I bother villain origin story? So yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah. And this, uh, the result of this really, uh, Tony says this a lot. Tony Khan split the room. Mm -hmm. Um, of course I think a lot of people hated it. A lot of people loved it. You know, the people that hate it are like, oh, why would you give this title? But to here's this the thing, Johnny, the people that hated it and the people that loved it, they're all going to watch Dynamite. So absolutely doesn't matter. Yeah, they will. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. I'm in favor of it. I, I mean, I'm not a punk fan, but this gives the title some prestige. Um, he doesn't have to have it forever. Yeah. Um, this, like you said, it sets up Paige, his character change, whatever might happen from here. This sets up some Punk championship matches that I'd love to see. And even in the media scrum, mm-hmm. uh, they asked Punk, you know, um, who would you fight? He said he'd like to face Okada or Tanahashi right. or Osprey or Brian Danielson or Moxley or Jungle Boy or Starks or Hobbs or either of the FTR guys. So, yep. I mean, yes, any of those would be great. Yep. To Not see. Osprey. Um, oh, I'd like to see a Punk versus well, Osprey. I don't yeah, want I mean, Osprey ever you. again. Well... Yeah, that's because you know too much about him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to know. Um, at the media scrum, Punk also says that he feels that the 10 years he were he was at WWE were wasted um, because <laughs> people at W people at uh, uh, AEW can reach their full potential. Um, and uh, yeah, so. They were wasted. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't even make sense no, because, because AEW didn't exist the 10 years that he was at WWE. Right. So it doesn't that his whole statements is not the statement is not just like when Punk showed up. A lot of things he said were bull crap. Yeah, because yeah. it's not possible. Just like, oh, my whole time was wasted there. Oh, so you mean where you met your wife and where you <laughs> became a household name or almost because if you weren't there, you know who would know who you are? Indie wrestling fans, right. and that's all. Yeah. So give me a freaking break. Yeah. You became a millionaire because of WWE. And this and is why else. I don't like so CM Punk. So. Yes. So stop it, Punk. Don't stop retconning. He's been retconning since he showed up in AEW. Yeah. Don't like it. One of the reporters asks Tony Khan about a uh, uh, a quote that Bischoff said, saying that oh, yeah, Punk, yeah. Punk never drew money ever, and then. Tony yeah. uh, loses his mind. He's like all like, like he's like, "Where's my seventeen energy drinks? I need. I'm I'm, I'm going nuts." And he starts just cursing like crazy. Yeah. But he curses with with um with logic. You know, he's he's. He I know he does to back up, but, but he turns you know, into so. like energy drink Rain Man. <laughs> he he's like definitely, like definitely, That's definitely. I have numbers to back it up. I have the stats, statistical proof, statistics. Yeah. <laughs> And then Punk's well, I mean, like, Punk "Okay, kid, calm says, okay, down. Okay, let's move on. Let's move yep. on." Tony. And then, and then he's like, "I'm, so, I, I just get worked up over this." And he never smiles or laughs it off. He's like a computer, and he just like mm-hmm. keep can't 
he doesn't show emotion. It's weird. Uh, it's weird. There's there's very little you can say that will turn me off of Tony Khan. I just love the little guy. Oh, Tony Khan's him. great, he's awesome. but he's, he's great. a loose cannon at times. That's all. Sure. But I enjoy so. that. I love this passion that he has. I, I oh, wish it's great, but until it's every not. Every company um, leader had this passion. Yeah. <laughs> Let me read emails here because we have some yeah. double or nothing emails. A million, um, yeah. From AEW. Ian, one of the issues people often have with Dynamite and Rampage is that AEW are trying to do too much with the time they have. The content often feels not too much feels not so much concentrated as, as pressurized with so much going on that we lose entrances to fit runtime. Double or Nothing was an example of AW unconstrained, and it really made me appreciate the time constraints. I can handle a long pay-per-view, but I'm pretty sure MJF's flight landed at JFK before the show finished. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, there was a lot to love about the show. Wardlow looked amazing. Deeb and Rosa had a great match. The entire back half of the card was strong. There was an awesome three-hour pay-per-view here. The problem was that it took four hours and 50 minutes <laughs> to get there. Obviously, there were things that happened that were beyond AEW's control. I just hope they realize that sometimes less is more. AWN. Yes, Tony Khan's well aware to the point where he told us that this pay-per-view would not be five hours long. And it was anyway. So, yes, he needs to control it. And he's already said that that the Forbidden Door is not going to be five hours. Good God. Stop with the five hours. That's why we started hating WWE pay-per-views. Now, to be fair, the WWE pay-per-views when they were five hours, were just these bloated messes that just went on and on and on and on. And they were mostly just video packages and fluff. But I still don't want to sit there that long. And this show was amazing, but it's too long. Yeah. So, yes, you are correct. I, I have more patience for it. I enjoyed it and I would watch it again. I, oh, would, I, I, would I, I enjoyed it all. Papers. It just was like, okay, yeah. I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> Thank you. I was very tired at the end, mostly That's because I was doing notes, but I think yeah. if I was just sitting there having a real pizza and not a Mexican pizza, Aww. I think I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. Positive Cheese also writes in, he says, congratulations on 885 other episodes that range anywhere between fine and spectacular. Thanks. Yay. No doubt this episode is turning out to be somewhere also on that scale. <laughs> As I'm sure Thanks. someone already did a thorough review, I just want to highlight two observations of my own. Finally, Julia Hart does something with her eye patch. <laughs> yes, I agree. The triple threat match is probably my favorite match of the night. It was so good. For me, it moved heaven and earth to show me why Starks or is it Stocks? <laughs> Hobbs, Strickland, and Lee all work for AEW. While Strickland and Lee are obviously talented, AEW really hadn't given me a reason to care about them. Strickland especially. Of course, their previous work at the other companies, if, if they're... Previous work at other companies means something to you. What? Unless, of course. Got it. Yeah. There was enough character in this match to have me cheering for them. Same goes for Team Taz. Ricky strutting across the top rope and getting yanked down on the mat really did something for me. <laughs> and they've done that spot before. Something about this time really worked for me. And Jurassic Express was there, too. I'll be excited for them when they finally move this Christian pulling Jungle Boy to the dark side bit along some more. Maybe WWE has broken me and my patience. Positive cheese. P.S. Did you know that with Verizon Fios, when you order the replay pay-per-views and order it late, you can neither rewind it to the beginning nor start the show over when the program oh, is no. done. Oh, no. Did you know that you also can't get a refund even though you only watched half a pay-per-view? Oh, that's dirty. I know that those are the rules, and I always, if there's a problem, fight them and ask for a supervisor, and I get my way, and they give me my money. 
because there you go. It has to work. If it doesn't work, I fight them. But that's just me. Thank you for the email. And that was a great pay-per-view. And I'm tired, Mm -hmm. but we still have to review Raw. And I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone for Raw. (laughs) I didn't make it. But hold on real quick. I didn't write it. Did you you know tomorrow at 7 p.m. in Burbank, which is maybe Uh a half an hour from here, you just take the 101 to the 134. This uh-huh. is for Larry, just so he knows exactly how yeah. to get there. Now, Larry's not here to make fun you of take the driving streets. But he'll be listening. Topanga Canyon okay. yeah. to the, um, Dan the 405. Danhausen will be at Burbankhausen. Oh, you Californians oh, think everybody knows where your streets yeah. go. Right. He'll be for a, right? he'll be in Bur- uh, Danhausen will be at Burbank for a signing. That's right, because on Wednesday they're at the Forum. Yes, and right, we're yeah. very close to the Forum, and we're not going for some reason. Mm, because I, don't, I want to see it on TV. I don't want to go. Mm. Raw live from Des Moines, Iowa. It's a Memorial Day crap show. And my prediction, this will be the record of all time lowest rated Raw ever in ratings. Rating Raw. Rate Raw. Raw a rate. I will say that this, yes, record low rating. That's my prediction. Mm. So Becky Lynch comes out. Hmm? It deserves it. It does. Becky Lynch comes out. She welcomes us to Raw. And she cares about it so much that she gets to welcome us to Raw. Why? The weirdest things that they write for Mm. these wrestlers to care about. Like they're supposed to care about like, I am the Constable Corbin who was Constable, (laughs) King of the Ring, King Corbin, Happy Corbin. And I retired Kurt Angle. And I was multiple time Andre the Giant Battle Royal Triple Crown winner. Like, nobody cares. This is a list. I don't care about a list. So, she shows us Money in the Bank 2020, also known as the worst Money in the Bank ever. Remember that was the Mm. one that was on Titan Towers? And they were, yeah, yeah, the elevator one. And they were like, look, it's doing the clown behind a chair. That's it. Can I interrupt with breaking news? There's breaking news? He died, didn't he? Jeff Hardy pulled from scheduled AEW Dynamite match. Uh, injury or drugs? Um, it doesn't say, but there it's now going to be an eight-man tag match instead of the ten-man. Oh my! Oh. Wow! And it says no word oh. yet why the the match was made. Uh, the change was made. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think we know. Yeah. Well. We'll find out more tomorrow. Wow, that's wowza. Yikes. But remember that money in the bank thing. Oscar won that one. Yeah. And then we retcon the story again. Yes, we do. And Becky's like, I handed Oscar that title myself. No. The story was that the title was in that briefcase the whole time because you wanted to leave and have a baby. That was the story. And that was real life. But now they're changing it again back to Becky handed her, just handed it over. (laughs) This is such a filler show. I hate it. And this is supposed to be a go home show and it's like all filler. So Asuka comes out and Jimmy says, remember Asuka is scheduled to face Bianca Belair tonight. Nope. Nobody told anyone. How how would we know that? You just said it right now. Remember? Remember that thing I never told you? So Asuka does the, you are a baby, big time baby thing again. This is so repetitive. Yeah, I don't like it. It was funny the first time. This is just every week. Bianca comes out. She wants to fight everybody. And she says, I'm going to win on Sunday. And Becky punches Bianca and Asuka attacks and everybody fights. And we come back and break. It's a match. Do you like this? No. No. Does anyone like this? 
No. No. Okay. Oscar against Bianca. Becky Lynch is on commentary. So Becky's very funny on commentary until they ask her a question and she has mentally checked out of this <laughs> Raw as well and is thinking about leaving. She is me. She does not answer the question because she wasn't even listening and doesn't she even delays, know the talking And then she just answers something else. And I guess somebody in the headset says, they're asking you, Becky. And then she's like, well, these two in the ring and talks about, yeah, yeah. something completely different. Now we the Cody clock apparently didn't work this time for ratings. So tonight we have the Usos clock. Their match mm-hmm. is at ten o'clock. Then what's the main event? <sighs> oh my god! Talking, gosh. talking. Lacey Evans, right? I wrote down. Yeah. If this matches now, and that matches at ten, then the main event is talking. Roll up, Bianca wins. Why does Asuka get pinned every week? Why is she even in the pay-per-view match anymore? She can't win. We know that Bianca's just going to retain. Becky cleans house and leaves, and I want to leave this raw. The Dominics come out, as King would say. There it is. The Dominics. (laughs) It's Ray Dominic and Ezekiel against Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens. They announced that Omos and Pal's contract signing is later, so that must be the main event. And this is a match. Ezekiel pins Gable. Who the F cares? Owens is mad and takes it out (laughs) on the commentary table and he scares the announcers. That's it. Okay. Cody comes out. Okay, so there I thought maybe Cody and Rollins was the main event. The talking. Right. That's now. So Cody says he thinks Rollins is great. Rollins comes out through the crowd and does his fake laugh a hundred times. He says he doesn't like Cody. He says he's going to end him on Sunday. And um, Cody wants to fight now. Rollins says no. Cody jumps the railing. They fight in the crowd. Hurricane and Davari and Curtis Axel come out. <laughs> Such a weird I combination of stooges. I am not making that up. And it's a pull apart. Yeah. And what the heck was that? And they piped him the this is awesome chant. It sure didn't seem real, but maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, don't I think this crowd was just that, desperate that for moment. anything. So they love this pull apart. But, hmm. I don't care about it. Alexa Bliss against Dewdrop with Nikki in Dewdrop's corner. It's rest holds the match. It's nothing. Yes. Nikki tries to cheat. It doesn't work. Bliss wins. There were probably two wrestling moves in this whole match. And again, this is Alexa's fourth match since she's been back. I think the average time of her match now is probably a minute 30. Hmm. It's increased then. Wow. Yeah, it was like a minute Even 20. Even Kanemaru wrestles longer than that. I, he does. He gets three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> MVP and Omos backstage. They're talking in the same exact spot where they shot the video last week. So it just looks like it's a continuation of that. Except now MVP is blind because he has sunglasses and a cane. Doesn't that mean you're blind on TV? I don't think that. No. On TV. I think if you have those Mr. on, you, you can't see. No, Mr. Magoo has the Coke bottle glasses. That's different. Yeah. He's not with sunglasses. He's legally blind. Yes. Miz comes out for Miz TV, and I'm like, I don't understand who his guest could possibly be. Oh, my God, it's the Street Profits. And they take over the show, and they're the balladeers talking about how excited they are for a pay-per-view they're not even on. Yeah. (laughs) They imitate The Rock, and then Dana Brooke gets chased around. Tazawich steals her title. Does he think he won it because he took it? I don't know. Dana hits him, sort of. Probably not. T-Bar comes out. Where's this guy been? T-Bar. For six months. T-Bar's there. 
Tamina comes out, Truth and Apollo Crews are out there. This is sad. Mm-hmm. This is very Poor sad. Apollo Crews. Oh, it's so sad. Poor everybody. Yep. Tamina yeah. wins the title. Me included. And pins Dana Brooke. And then <laughs> Especially you. She yeah. she kisses Tazawa and Tazawa pins her for the title. So Uh-oh. Okay, so that's it. Tazawa's the champ. Jimmy says Mustafa Ali wants the same thing. What thing? What the twenty four seven title? No, Mustafa he Ali wants just wants to go home. Yeah. What is he talking about? Yeah. I don't know. He always tries to connect each segment to the next segment, and it that's just never, it never works. Yep. Yeah, that's a very different title. Theory comes out on commentary. It's Ali against starting the ring Chompy. If Ali mm-hmm. wins, he gets a United States title shot. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Against Ch- not against theory though. If Chompy wins, then nothing. Those wow. are your favorite stipulations. Theory attacks Ali, disqualification, Ali wins, so he gets the shot. Um Theory says, Oh, you're beat up? Let's have the match right now. So we come back from break. And apparently during the commercial, Theory destroyed Ali. So this is United States title match out of nowhere. A beaten up Ali against Theory. This gets CM Punk chance. Because yep. this show, this Raw, this crowd is like, I can't believe we have tickets to the, like the worst Raw of the year. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my God, it's a holiday Raw instead. where Vince knows nobody's going to watch. Mm-hmm. And so he puts no effort into it. In Iowa. Yeah. In Iowa. In Iowa, yeah. So Bad theory, enough. yeah, it's fine. theory retains. Adam Pierce comes out and he says, "Well, you get a United States title rematch at the pay per view." And theory's like, "Okay, wow, yeah." Poor Chompy though. Yeah, it's pathetic. He would just disappeared to too. Yep, shouldn't have done it. Racist outfit Riddle walking, and he goes, mm. "Guess what." I'm not alone. Well, explain that. What do you mean by that? What's he wearing? He's wearing the Confederate flag, also known as Evil Knievel's mm-hmm. uh, outfit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great, great choice. They're not dummy. a great guy, that Evil Knievel. I'm not the nope. not the best person. Not a great guy, that Riddle. Um, but Riddle <laughs> says, "I am not alone tonight." And Nakamura walks in. Yeah, we know. It's not a surprise. It was on the graphic all night, and we've known that match since Friday. Why did they act like this was something? <gasps> Nakamura's on Raw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was scheduled. Got it. So here you go. Championship contenders match. Usos against Nakamura and Riddle. Disqualification. So the faces get a title shot. <sighs> this is the laziest thing. We just had a match just 10 minutes ago that was the same finish. Yep. Copy paste high five, everybody. Yeah. Lazy. Usually they copy fa- copy paste from show to show, but this is within the same show. Yeah. Within the same, like, It's easier. You don't have to minutes. drag it as far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Good point. Liv Morgan comes out. Oh, my God. Liv Morgan comes out. Copy paste rematch because she's going to face Rhea Ripley in 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. She's got to stand there like an idiot. <laughs> she stands there. We go to so break. So bad. When we come back, backstage interview with Ali. He gets attacked by Theory. They add a terrible six-human tag match to the pay-per-view. And Byron is like, look at this. It's Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan against <laughs> Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Damian Priest. Um, and Damian Priest. 
And and what's uh, Graves is like you forgot Edge, like the, the main. Remember that guy? Remember Edge? He's in the match too. Oh my God! All of Famer. Wow. Rhea Ripley comes out. We go to break again. We we come back. Oh wait. Graves is dressed like an idiot talking about Memorial Day. Like he's some kind of, oh, I don't even know what this is. Like a Kid Rock concert. He looked like he was yeah. guest speaker at the NRA convention. It was not good. Week. Yeah. And they play a Memorial Day video. And now Liv's been in the ring for about 57 minutes. And it's <laughs> Liv against Rhea again in a copy paste match. But guess what? They do every spot the same. They even let. Damien, play the part of Edge where you hold on to Rhea's outfit so Liv can't do the Oblivion move. Same exact thing. Get this crap out of here. This time Liv wins with a roll-up that didn't look believable. She was like, it looked like she was doing stuff to Rhea's butt. I can't explain this unless you see it. (laughs) It didn't look good. Priest tries to attack Liv Morgan. What was he going to do? I don't know. What, What was that? Balor returns. Finn Balor's here. He attacks Damian Priest. So when Balor joins Judgment Day, this isn't going to make any sense. Why would he attack Damian Priest? It was a trick, you see, that Vince Russo would tell you. It was to to swerve you. Yeah. I hate it. Lashley punches. Yeah. Lashley comes out for the main event. It's talking. The allotted time for this? Five minutes. (laughs) It's contract signing with Adam Pearce. Omos and MVP come out. They all sign just fine. They signed the contract, so there you go. There's a brawl. Cedric the Alexander comes in. So I'm thinking, they say, guess what? You should have read the fine print, Lashley. Right. It's a handicap match, but it's really three on one, right? That's that That'd makes been sense. great. Nope, they didn't say that. Yeah. Omos just gets put through a table. Lashley stands tall. There's your show. What a piece of crap that was. That was bad. Steaming. Lowest Poor rating of all time. I'm telling you right now. And even though last week they said Lacey Evans returns to Raw in action this week, that, she did not. That was the only thing they advertised was Lacey now, Evans I'm in not action. Complaining because I didn't want her. No, yeah, we didn't but want her. she was not here nope. tonight. Nope. They had a video package of her in the NASCAR thing, but that's yes. it. They did. They showed her at the Nashville cars, than everybody, <laughs> and she was holding the Confederate flag. No, that was in her private time. Her right. personal time. Um, so, wow. 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 You can't... I mean, it is it is difficult enough um, when you go from good wrestling to bad wrestling. But when you go from an amazing pay-per-view one day to a three-hour stretched-out filler garbage Oof. raw, holiday raw that they know no one's going to watch, the next right. day, it's really hard to be objective. Yeah. But I thought I was... I no, couldn't find... I would say that we probably were not terribly it's because objective. It's too, it's too difficult. <laughs> but we're damaged, you see. And that's we are it. very damaged. <laughs> so although I appreciate Asuka versus Bianca, I don't appreciate Asuka just getting rolled up and jobbed out two right. weeks in a row. No. And I don't really see any value in the rest of the show. I like, thought at all. Becky Lynch's outfit was awesome. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, that's my it's like fishing lures and stuff all over. Yeah, that was my my positive. Wow, that's our takeaway take. of raw. That we could barely find anything. We got our rugs it. washed during my, the show. That was my good. positive takeaway yep. of raw was that 
Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were really good on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. They loaned out some good talent. They did. Yeah. That was good. By Raw. There was that one good progressive commercial. Yep. (laughs) The crying Jared lady. We had some Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah, that was good too. Good stuff. All right. Well, that was that. And I think we're done for the day. Um, this uh, I'm losing my voice here. Hey, and, Larry. Um, yeah. Where are you? <laughs> no I'm back. Um, so there's a pay-per-view on Sunday. No, there is not. And now there's six matches booked for it. And I'm not interested in any of them. Okay. But right mm. now, Amy right now would rather have six bad oh, matches than 12 great matches. But they still stretch it out <laughs> to three hours. 13 or 14 so. great matches. Mm. Yeah, but it's not five. I know. Yeah. That's Cancel fair. your I'm, Peacock subscription and subscribe to New Japan yes. Pro Wrestling and watch Oh, Best yeah, watch Juniors. that because it's way better. Been having a way blast better. with that. And Dominion's coming up in June. That's, That's my favorite. Awesome. Um, Yeah, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. So, And someone has yeah. a birthday next week. Maybe. What? Are you Maybe. going to it in person? I don't know. Next <laughs> week. Next Tuesday. Is that what it is? Yay. Maybe. Next down. Tuesday. Oh, boy. Not tomorrow, right? Next. A week saying. from tomorrow. All right. Fantastic. Well, that should be fun. No, I'm going to have fun because I'm going to try and take the week off. I try and have birthday week. Well, I you never still get do to. the show. That's the thing. I never get to take the yeah. week off. Ever, 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 ever. No. I've, I haven't had a week off in nope. 20 years. Wow. No. Wow. That's not fair. Anyway, uh, if you feel bad that I never had a week off in 20 years, <laughs> patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. Uh, become a patron at any level and every level there's good stuff. Yep. No matter what you do, you're helping support the show and you get great stuff. So just do it. Um, but I believe that's our show, everybody. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Humna Mahama. Um, thank you, Humna Mahama, for your 50 hours of yes, wrestling you watched you. this week. Because, um, <laughs> it was yeah, fun. I, don't I know really did enjoy it. Even that, the but, horrible Raw was yeah. fun to laugh at. Yeah. But, but um, it didn't it didn't dampen my the rest of my week of watching all the good. other cool stuff. Yeah, it shouldn't. Good. It's only three hours and it's over. And you don't have to think about it ever yeah. again because we talked about it. So it's yep. done. Dump it out of your brain. It's out of mind. Um, So that's the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.